week's episode is sponsored by Baby Noir. Comfort, fashion, black owned. Baby Noir is a new and premier unisex clothing line for toddlers. They currently carry jogger sets in sizes 2T to 5T in four different colors. As the brand grows, and y'all know we love growth over here, they're going to expand to sizes 0 to 18 months. And they're going to be bringing some new clothing pieces along. So you can fully expect quality, great customer service, and fast shipping. Baby Noir will be doing some giveaways and raffles soon. I'm going to tell y'all where y'all can follow them and find them. They're committed to giving back to single moms, single dads, two-parent family households, and the villages that help raise a child. Baby Noir is all about highlighting all the cute and funny moments that children create, and they create a lot of them, while showcasing the authenticity and uniqueness of the brand. Follow Baby Noir on Instagram at Baby Noir Clothing, on Facebook at same name, Baby Noir Clothing, and visit their website, www.babynoirclothing.com. That's B-A-B-Y-N-O-I-R-C-L-O-T-H-I-N-G.com. Oh, and shout out to the owner, Chantel. See you, sis. Welcome back, everybody. This is Legally Black, and this is They Didn't Tell You podcast. I'm so happy to have you back for yet another episode of this fantabulous podcast. <laughs> um, yes, right. Let me big myself up a little bit, too. It's Women's History, Her Story Month, right? I'm over oh, here making period. her story with my good sis. So let me just say it's fantabulous because you're here. And oh, my good sis you. is here. Yes, and my good sis is here, too. Before I introduce you or reintroduce some of you to my guest, um, just a reminder to please subscribe to my podcast leave me a review, rate my podcast, all the things that I ask for per usual. Important for me to know that you're fucking with me. Important for others to know why you fuck with me so that they will listen to me too, right? And mm-hmm. my guests and my dope ass guests. So please and thank you for that. Now on to my guest, the, the <laughs> lovely, the lovely, the incomparable Jelly, my girl Angelica. Um, She's been on my show before, but I want her to introduce herself because apparently and we're on the street is that everyone loves jelly's voice they lo- yes they, you know you know that? you gotta think about it we from jersey so you have an accent too so you have a oh a, no so you have a beautiful voice for for speaking but also like the accent just gives it that extra twang it's just like y'all yes. have accents yeah i know yeah but still we love it's appreciate- wow i didn't know that thank you for oh yes me. yes of course I'm so happy to let, have let a the, voice let them let them let let hear you speak Oh Lord, what am I supposed to say, Tiff? You are what you do and without Tony in the background. Damn, Tony. It's um, cool. hey, you Tony. Are, right? All the way downstairs <laughs> being loud. Who you are, what you do. Tell them about your podcast. Because the last time you weren't here, my sister and I have a show. And now it she wasn't has now her yet. Own. So no, let, let them know. Let's start with that. Okay. Okay. We can do that. Hey everyone. My name is Angelica. Um, a lot of people call me Jelly or Gels, and I go by Gels on purpose for like things like this. So you can find me there on social media. Uh, not me popping my lip, child. Let me get yes. it together. Give it, to, get him. it together. Give it to him. Give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am. We, we talking about accents. I'm from Chicago, so I carry that with me in my voice and just in my attitude. I guess. <laughs> no, yes. I know. I actually, I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people be I'm in Indianapolis I live here and people be like you ain't from here and I'm like no I am not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> good eye good ear right 
Right. Um, professionally, I work as the director of the Multicultural Center at Marion University in Indianapolis. Yes. Yes. So um, that looks like a lot of program, multicultural programming and just creating spaces for black and brown students to feel affirmed on campus. I should say minoritized students because mm-hmm. it's not all racial um, marginalized folks. We got LGBTQ plus folks yes. included in that as well. And just people who are marginalized in several different mm-hmm. ways. Um, but yeah, so I create intentionally create space for them to feel affirmed on campus and I manage the space in which they come to do that on campus. And then um in my personal life, aside from being a badass bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. What else like, do you have time we, for? You know, I mean that's a full-time job. So. It's a full-time job. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm you tired, sis. But no, I do host it's the bars for me podcast. Yes. And <laughs> it's and the crowd goes wild yeah me and tiffany literally talk every week yes (laughs) we really do so damn extra Mm -hmm. i hope that it's the bars for me is a podcast where black women talk about rap and hip-hop projects i say projects because it's not just albums or uh, you know mixtapes and eps are included in that as well and just general topics of hip-hop and rap Mm -hmm. um again i do that to take up space because that's a field or a genre i should say look at me trying to be a higher professional there we go there we go (laughs) about a field that's a genre that we don't have a lot of commentary in um Mm -hmm. there are female rappers and god Mm -hmm. you know god bless them and thank god for them Mm -hmm. and um what they've done to push the field to push the genre the living, it's just the higher red in there it's the higher <laughs> push the industry forward. forward um but we don't really talk about it we are often the subject of mm-hmm. the music Ooh. you know mm-hmm. but we don't really give our opinion on it so I wanted us to take up space in that way and um Tiffany was actually my very first guest on the yes. show we talked about Nicki mm-hmm. Minaj's um mm-hmm. beam me up Scotty, beam me up, Scotty. so mm-hmm. that that premiered on the first of the year, rightfully so. And yes. um, I do that. I'm working on the next episode right now. Procrastination is with my ass. So just <laughs> just pray for me in that. Um, outside of that, I do hair. I'm yes. A, I'm a lock stylist. Come on. <laughs> I, um, I started the Double Dutch Collective here in Indianapolis for Black women, primarily Black women, but everybody's invited to um learn how to jump double dutch or to remember how to jump double dutch because a lot of people know and they be like i can't do it and they get in the rope and i'm like it's like riding a bike right mm-hmm. yeah well you never forget how to do this so um our aim is to provide like want to preserve the culture because a lot of people here don't know how to jump rope and that's wild as hell to me because that's all we mm-hmm. did outside as kids but kids don't also don't go outside these days so that's intentionally getting kids outside it's a fitness initiative mm-hmm. i'm actually partnering with um, a diabetes prevention program here run through IUPUI, which is um, a, a campus of Indiana University here in Indianapolis. Wow. And um, they have a di- diabetes prevention program. So we're going to get funding to be able to like do this um, program yes. in the near Northwest neighborhood of Indianapolis. Okay, so that's go thing. ahead, Jelly. I know, I'm, it's a lot. <laughs> that is exciting. No, that's I'm exciting. A tie. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We see why, but you're doing the work. Thank you, sis. Uh-huh. I what love this. Doing? And then, you know, doing? the music. I'm working on the mixtape still. Tell them, my, tell them my sis is a rapper. My sis has bars. My sis, your sis, my is, sis a rapper. is that girl. Your sis has bars. Your sis got asked to do a verse <laughs> like two days ago. So okay. the, the money That's- already in the account. I just got to, I got to <laughs> deliver at this point. 
<laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm already, I've already here. been paid. No, it's and just I was just like, them. damn, I, you know, I wasn't expecting all that. I thought I had to vote or something, something. But you know what? They got faith in me. And that's mm-hmm. a lot of people having faith in me honestly keeps me going sometimes when I don't got it in myself. Word. So it is a lot of Word. balls in the air over here mm-hmm. while still trying to be a friend, a sister, a mother, or not a mother, mm-hmm. a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, let's not speak that. Shit, I gotta go pick up my birth control after this. But. <laughs> You know, a friend, a line sister, a colleague, mm-hmm. all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and also trying to maintain the things that bring me joy and that I'm good at shit. So Come on. that's what I do. That's who I am right now. That might, by the time you have me on here next time, that answer might change. Ooh. It might be more, it might be less. Mm. Let's hope we for are, more. We forever changing. Yes, we are. And I love it. And I've, yes. I've watched you and you've watched me change this past year. And it's been like. What a year it's been. It just made you want to shake your head. Like, as we both shake our head like some goddamn damn. aunties mm-hmm. like damn like, <laughs> how many anklets you got on to <laughs> right now probably none but i need to be hey. i do have two child no, some auntie ass niggas no we mm-hmm. really are i need to live i need to see that through thoroughly thank mm-hmm. you for reminding me to get my anklet fixed because it's actually broken mine broke too uh-huh. what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> We really, why are we like this? We are the same person. We, we have really this conversation every person. week. It's crazy. And we say this yeah. about each other every single week. Every single week. We really are the same person. It's and sick. I love it. It is. But I love it. <laughs> I love it too. I love you. Thank you for I having love me. You too, sis. Of course, you are always welcome here. And that's why I had to bring you on for this conversation. Whoever's riding this motorcycle is pissing me off. But that's why I'm bringing you here because I want to have a conversation. I know, have I spoken about authenticity on my show? I'm not sure if I've specifically taken time to discuss it, but I feel like I've danced around the topic. Other topics have alluded to it, led to it, we've discussed it, but Mm -hmm. I wanted to bring somebody else on for our talk about what I feel is now like a buzzword of a real one. I say it on my show all the time when Mm -hmm. I end it for the most part, call everyone, everyone real ones. I even call them, you know, my day ones because y'all are, but you know, becomes a, a buzzword. So before we get into all of that, um, that's why I, I have Jelly on the show today because my good sis is the epitome of that of a real one for me. Um, oh. But we'll get into we'll get into the buzz and stuff of that. But I, I just really quickly, I know we talked a bit and kikied a little bit, but I just want to make sure <laughs> I ask this first question of how are you doing? I'm good. Um, I am tired. I have a lot going on right now. And physically, I'm tired because my we just talked about like my shoulder is killing me, and I'm trying to find like a neck pillow or something on Amazon that can support me. <laughs> oh no, that is. But low key, prime has not been priming. Right. I said, now if I order this on Wednesday, right. why is it coming on Monday? You're right. You're right. Last I checked, I've been I looking at. Um, You're right. It hasn't been two days in a while. Maybe that's just yeah. the It's probably the that's it's true. probably the pandemic though. So it I have sure. I give grace. I, you know, mm-hmm. I give grace for the folks working, not for Jeff Bezos. Let's be clear. Come on. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking for a neck pillow to help with that. Um, but I'm doing good. I meal prepped yesterday, which Ooh. I haven't done since grad school. So I saw it look um, good. Thank you. It was fire. Yeah. I mean, if I do good. say so, my goddamn self, like <laughs> I was smashing that food. It was damn near mad I didn't get myself more, but I'm trying to work on portion control. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, I'm good. Um, just really happy to be here. Blessed always yes. amidst everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Like I know who I am and whose I am. So mm. I really can't complain. At all. How are you? Mm. Can I throw that back to you? Is that, yes. is that appropriate? Yes. I'm, you know me, I'm doing good. Um, 
having a really good day today, particularly. But I think in the past few weeks or so, and even months, honestly, really year, I feel like mm-hmm. I think I've been having a really good year this year. I mean, yeah. any ups or downs were necessary, but I really feel like if I really had to summarize, like if I told myself to, if I really thought about like tomorrow being my last day or something, sorry, yo, we going there. Am I like really satisfied with how things have been these past few months with my effort towards things, with my mindset towards things, with my progression towards anything that I'm going after, you know, this show, my job, mm-hmm. everything. Like, am I satisfied with it? Do I feel like I could look at these past few months and be like, okay, girl, you did that. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I really feel like I can say that. Like, I really look back and I say nothing was perfect. Like things, some things slipped through the cracks, but for the most part to walk away from a lot of the things I walked away from this year intact is yeah. a blessing, right? So yeah, I'm and I'm not it. sorry shit. Sometimes you gotta put shit in perspective, and yes. you gotta make sure that you celebrating big and small mm-hmm. wins, all mm-hmm. wins, hell, oh. even losses. Because like you said, everything's mm-hmm. happening the way it's supposed to. And, and that's I don't sad. know, I don't take it. I just have lessons. My friend said we not we not getting in God's business. No nope. frontier. We not we not minding oh. God's business. We unfortunately, do I don't have a seat at that table. <laughs> it's okay i would love to i would love up. to know what you yeah. got going on up in here god Word. what's, 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 going what's on the agenda <laughs> yeah what is on the agenda god, for today got the type to just send out the meeting invitation okay you, everybody's required there's okay. nobody that's optional and you're mm-hmm. not getting no agenda before and, no and, you, and, and the meeting you could not have been an email come on and you can't even suggest an agenda item nope that's not what we're here for he it's set actually you're just here to listen <laughs> And then uh, there's that. So he yeah, lucky he got. All right. He lucky he got. Anybody else? Because niggas that do that in real life, I be like, oof. Mm. You got to mm. worry about you. Yeah. <laughs> don't, you, don't they? Don't they? I'm glad we doing good though. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad we are too. Um, I wouldn't even say like a far cry from who we who we were last year, but we definitely did. Shit, definitely. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Not me trying to. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Well, so I wouldn't say a far cry, but you know what? Honestly, you're right. I'm thinking March of last year, March of this year, girl, what was wrong with you? You had a whole summer where you was a, a, in shambles. You're right. A we whole summer. A whole, a whole I mean, summer. literally from the end of May to like the middle of November. That's a whole six months. Why is it? I don't know. I can't count. Yeah, Five I, months. That sounds right. It feels right. Six. Yeah. June to December is six. So May to November is also six. Half a year. Half, a, Half year. a year. Half of a year in a pandemic. That feels like such a long time to be in a shamble. Ooh, I was just right. telling, I was just saying earlier today, like I can't, I was thinking in this morning, how many days of sunlight, how many hours of sunlight went by with me not believing that I could get myself out of the situation that I was in. Mm. And I don't ever want that to be true again, Mm-mm. ever. Mm-mm. So I'm, <laughs> even though things are not perfect now, I'm mm-hmm. definitely 110% better than what I was. Amen. Not this time last year, because this time last year I was cool, but mm-hmm. in a couple months here, mm-hmm. it'll be a year since that mm-hmm. all unfolded, and I'm grateful. And don't we always, you know, you see the memes throughout, but even in the conversations, we want to be different mm-hmm. next year than who we are right now. And so I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself too, like, if I'm this dope now, if I'm this mentally sane and well now, who the fuck am I be next year? Yeah. You know it's I mean? only That's getting like- better. It's only getting better. It's only getting better that's what honestly like 
and I don't mean to get morbid too for real but I don't ever really have a desire to not live because I know mm-hmm. that it's only gonna get better, better. Mm-hmm. even in it getting worse it still gets better because mm-hmm. shit that I thought that I lost I never needed mm-hmm. I wasn't supposed to have it wouldn't mm-hmm. have got me to where I feel fulfilled now mm-hmm. and there's like a million other realities that I could have but I'm really grateful for the one I got amen I'm grateful for the one I got too and the yes. parents I got. Thank you, Lord. Thank Appreciate you, Mom you. and Dad. Y'all, be Y'all some real that. niggas. Real, the realest. The, the realest. The realest. Speaking of real. Speaking of being real. Speaking of being real. <laughs> speaking of a real one. So podcasters love the segue, boy. No, we don't. You know how to facilitate a motherfucking conversation. Come okay? on. <laughs> but that's the higher it in this too. Facilitate. We facilitate in our sleep. We Dude. can segue anything. <laughs> Dude. I'm making really connections left and right. It's easy. So, a real one. Yes. Jelly. Hmm? I want to talk about it. So, Let's I go. think, um, I feel like the essence of what it means really differs from person to person. I feel mm-hmm. like we all have our own interpretation of what this is. I know what I mean when I say it, but I don't know how what other, other people may think I mean. I don't know what they mean when they say it. So, I want to know, how do you feel about the term itself, a real one? Bro, this is such a hard question because I feel like I do throw it out all the time. And mm-hmm. I think that I I say it a lot when someone comes through for me, mm-hmm. like, you know, if I need a favor and they do it without complaining, without hesitating, I'm like, oh, you're a real one. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. And I do use it frivolously, but I be meaning that shit because mm-hmm. I ain't really needed that. And you showed up for me. So I think that for me, a real one is just like niggas who show up. In whatever way that you need them to, sometimes people think that it's just like being physically present, but that's not to the extent of how that can happen. Mm-mm. You can show up financially, you can show up mentally and spiritually, you can show up and make space for me in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. So I think, over, and, and being real, I think it's also people are also real ones when they're honest about their capacity to show up for you if they mm-hmm. can't, mm-hmm. instead of trying to do it and running themselves dry and then like blaming you for their lack of energy now Mm. I think it takes a lot of self-awareness to know what your capacity is and how you can you know show up for people but before all of that I I really got ahead of myself before all of that a real one is somebody who show up for themselves because Mm. everything starts with us so if mm-hmm. my cup ain't what they say in the oh my god when we was at ACPA there was a there was a session and she said stop filling your cup you need to overflow your cup mm. because the overflow is for everybody else what's filled at the brim that's for you all of that mm. shit in there is for you the overflow is for everybody else mm. so oh I like that I do too I was like yeah no really because why am I giving away stuff that I don't have to give we, we talk about it with borrowing money all the time mm-hmm. if I need my five dollars mm-hmm. and I don't have it to give to you why would I do it? Because if I'm going to miss that shit next mm-hmm. week, I don't have it to get. That's and I just got to be honest about that. Mm-hmm. So real one, being real starts with just like being honest with yourself. Um, and then too, just like, I don't know, this is corny or like. Say it, say it. <laughs> living in your truth. <laughs> shit, if you, you know, whatever yes. that looks like juxtaposed mm-hmm. to society, if you like anime or, you know, you like white people music. <laughs> you know things that make you weird you know if you're not heterosexual if you're Mm -hmm, not mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. you know what a christian or whatever you know Mm -hmm. whatever would be deemed as acceptable in your subset of society 
being real means like being honest about that shit and like Mm -hmm. being unapologetic about it too Mm -hmm. and I think that in doing that you make space for you to show for yourself therefore making space for you to show for other people and that's it I'm gonna be quiet now Mm. that's my answer (laughs) I don't have nothing to say against about that like to add to that I'm just gonna say ditto damn jelly you know, <laughs> like I had to hourly process that because doing the inside wasn't working. It was not working. No, you have we have to hear the whole thing because it's it's like a similar to what you were saying. This is like a particular kind of how what what's the word is a name for what I'm saying. What it what we call it? It's not a colloquialism. I don't want to sound like that. I'm trying to think. It's just like it's just a term that we use like endearingly to one another as well. Oh, it is. Something. It would be like a colloquial term. So it is okay. That's yeah. what I thought it might be. So I feel like it's kind of like that, but then also we make it like a like a person. It's like too. a badge of honor too. Yes, yes. If somebody call you a real help one. Help, yes, help yeah. me help me sound it out because I'm over here like is it? Am I? Mm-hmm. And that's it's definitely mm-hmm. something to aspire to be. Yes. Inspired mm-hmm. to be, and then we're gonna get into that aspirational piece of wanting mm-hmm. to be real because like, baby, <laughs> baby, <laughs> we just getting started. Ooh, so niggas don't so, know at all. <laughs> but we about to tell yeah. them. About to we tell them. So for you, I know you told mm-hmm. me how you felt about the term, and you kind of talked a little bit too about what it what it looks like. But what does it mean to be one? Like I know you kind of said what what it. Oh, hell. I just realized I answered the wrong question. <laughs> no, it's okay. I think that that was the answer to that question. The, uh, the, how I, what does it mean? Okay. Yeah, I think I've already, I think I didn't answer what it means okay. to me. Okay. But how I feel about feel. it. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah. How? Oh, no. Did you hear that? No, what was that? Oh, okay. My computer making sounds, but it was oh, just... Oh, I hear nothing. Oh. Okay, good. <laughs> um, <laughs> how I feel about the term is that's the hard part of the question because like what what feelings does one have about the term I think that Mm -hmm. I like it when people say that I'm real Mm -hmm. it is affirming because I don't do things to be fake I don't do things to get reactions Mm -hmm. sometimes I do when I'm trying to be annoying I definitely do those things on purpose (laughs) to irritate people (laughs) um like my sister sometimes you perfect person I like seeing y'all. I like seeing y'all reactions to stuff sometimes. But most of the time, I'm not doing things in a performative way. And so mm-hmm. it's a, I feel affirmed. I mm-hmm. think that the term can be affirming. And I also think, like you said, we're going to touch on later, that people do throw it around. Mm-hmm. And um, there's levels. There's mm-hmm. levels. And only you can, de- you, only you can like determine what is real. Or what a real one is in your life. Like if a real one is, I'll let you borrow my car to go to the whatever. That's cool. But somebody else's real one might be, you know, I let you borrow my kidney. <laughs> and if that's and the bar, it's level just like, real. well, baby, mm-hmm. I guess I won't be being a real one because I need mm-hmm. these. You know what I'm saying? Despite what they say, I want them both. <laughs> okay. And, and I need so, them. Thank you. So I think it just depends. Mm-hmm. And that goes into capacity as well. But I feel generally I feel good about it and I just feel like it's I do feel like it's thrown around a lot mm-hmm. I do feel like some people to my standard would not be considered real ones but again mm-hmm. that's just to my standard mm-hmm. mm. did I answer the question no you did but you're talking about a standard and I'm like well 
That's what we get. That's what we start to personalize the term. Exactly. Um, a bit. Which so, we do with a lot of terms. We do with just about all of them. Yeah. And words all mean things. Them. So they I really do. want us to think about that. <laughs> and we really do. We have to be able to have a conversation about what it looks like for you to be real, what it looks like for me to be real, and recognize that those two things could while they sound different can hold the same meaning, have the same yeah. value. They just are said differently. They look differently, but they have, they hold the same meaning. Mm-hmm. So, and I think for some people that's challenging. So, um, you know, they, people want to go with what they want to go with. They want to go with what they feel most comfortable with. And, and nine times out of 10, you want to trust yourself. 9.9 9 times out of 10, you want to trust yourself before you trust somebody else. So here's yeah. that. Um, but on, what too. do you feel? You know, that's all I'm trying to say. But we <laughs> gonna talk to these niggas. We gonna get them. <laughs> um, so what do you feel? I have I asked this, wrote this question of what makes people real or authentic. But I want to start with what makes people real, and then I'm gonna I want you to answer what makes them authentic because I want to know from you. I want to hear are these two things the same or are they different and how are they different? Yeah, I think being real is being truthful Mm -hmm. and I think realness and honesty or like truth are more synonymous to me than authenticity Mm -hmm. authentic authenticity why I just say like that authenticity (laughs) (laughs) it's a word a a different syllable I just I do what I want honestly isn't that isn't that what we do yeah and and do because we can because who's gonna whip my ass Nope. Wanna, as, as Darius would say, trendsetters. Oh, love that. Trailblazers. Oh, come on, love man. It. <laughs> love it. Love it. I think, <laughs> I think being real is being rooted in truth. I think mm-hmm. that authenticity is a manifestation of that. Oh, okay. And so the way that we are, the way that we behave, and I'm thinking about authenticity and like mm-hmm. humans, not like this is an authentic person <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or this is genuine leather, you know? I'm not thinking about that. That's a whole nother realm I don't feel like getting into. But as people, being authentic and authentically showing up as yourself Mm -hmm. means that at some level, you have to understand the truth about yourself and like do that. Mm. Unfiltered, um, unapologetic, and just do, just be. Mm -hmm. That's how I think of those two things. Hmm. Okay. It all goes back to truth. It does. Let me ask you this then. How can how can you know you're being truthful with yourself? How can you trust that you're being tr- truthful with yourself? Spirit always knows. Hmm. And what does that That's, feel like if when you're this, not being? If this last year haven't taught me nothing else, it's that spirit always knows. Hmm. And you can feel that shit. Anxiety, I might have said this on the last episode. I've said it before out of my mouth for sure. Anxiety is a warning that something is out of alignment. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So whether that be you have you're anxious before, you know, a public speaking engagement because you're having fears and doubts about slipping up over a word. Or whether you're anxious because you're making a decision that, you know, is not the right one, but you want it to be the right one. Mm-hmm. Anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. still about misalignment in both of them ways. Mm-hmm. So when you feel at peace with your decision making, even if it's hard and like, even if you crying, but it still feels like the right thing to do. I think that that's how, you know, when you're being honest with yourself about what mm-hmm. you need, what you can handle, mm-hmm. what you can't handle and what you want. Mm-hmm. 
what's in your capacity to give and what is in your right to receive. Mm-hmm. But how do you like, do that? You got to listen. You really have, I'm saying all these things and people probably going to listen to this podcast. Like this is not tangible advice. Nothing about spirit is tangible. Mm. I can't pick my spirit up. You know what I mean? I can't mm-hmm. touch it. I have to, it, it's about feeling it mm-hmm. inside of you. Mm. So, and like trusting those quiet voices. Cause I think anxiety is real loud. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's real, real loud. Very loud. But those quiet voices of call your grandmother today that come mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, heard you. I'll hit her up. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Oh, you know, so-and-so, da 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 blah, blah. So-and-so got into a car accident. Yep. I knew it was a reason I need to call you. Mm-hmm. Cause what's wrong? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Spirit be knowing, but you just got to listen. And like, the more you, because sometimes those thoughts come or those, I guess those words come to us and it's not of spirit. And I think trusting yourself, you learn how to do that when you do the thing anyway. So you can see what's on the other side of it. Yeah. Because then you can start to discern, I, that was an anxious thought. And I know what that feel like, but Mm -hmm. this is a thought that's rooted in spirit. And that's what that feels like. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, you got to learn how to differentiate between the two. But, but you're I not going to do that if you don't pull the layers back and, like, see what's what's creeping behind there. You're not mm-hmm. ever going to know what mm-hmm. the difference is. Y'all it's like her? looking in that bag. Mm. You're not going to know if it's authentic if you don't look at that tag. You got to open the bag to look at the tag. Because from the outside, they could be identical. Yeah. But Michael Kors puts a very specific <laughs> insignia in yes, an authentic do. bag. Yes. So you got to look for that shit. And then you'll know. What is your authentic insignia? What is yours? Like, what is that? That is, I like how that sounds. Mm. Like, what does that look like when you open up and you peel back that bag? What does it look like? Mm-hmm. Who is she? Who are they? Who is he? What do yeah. you see? What do you visualize? Oh, I like that. I like. And not what you're, not what you do. Yeah. Ooh, I no, hate when that. I ask no. people how they doing. They start talking about work, and I do this myself. I'm always mm-hmm. talking to myself too. I don't say this to be judgmental. I hate when we always like, oh yeah, work is this. Ain't nobody asked you about work. <laughs> Ain't nobody asked you about, you know, I one of them other things that I listed. I <laughs> hey, shit. How are you? What's going on in like your self, your mm-hmm. mind, your spirit, your heart? Is that all that shit intact? How is your spiritual hygiene? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, how are you feeling for real? For real, for real. You're not wrong. Somebody texts me and basically said to me, I think two people actually did this to me, reached out to me, asked me how I was doing. And I was very much prepared to give like, oh, I'm doing good, you know, whatever. And they were like, don't give me no surface. I'm doing, doing good. Everything's great. Like, yeah. well, how are you doing? Oh, okay. So you, okay. You're right. I need to sit, take a step back and actually, how am I doing? I even and asked value myself that, that question. Yeah, I did. And, I didn't do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Value that. Do. Mm-hmm. Cause everybody don't care. Mm. To even want to dig a little bit below, below, deeper than the surface. Yeah. Um, they don't. They don't. And I, and I appreciate that there's people who insert themselves in a way in my life to ask that of me, to go the extra mm-hmm. mile. Because some of some people just be like, okay, I'll leave it at what you give me. And I'm like very much sometimes of a person, like, I'll leave it where you where you land is where you mm-hmm. land with it. Because um, even if I pry and you say, eh, I don't really want to get into that. It's your we, world. It's your world. You can't say I didn't ask, though. You hear me? So you can't, uh, you can't say, but um, like you said, it, it is your world. 
Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you another question. What's your question? I got plenty of questions. <laughs> how do you want it to show up in your life? How do you want someone who's who's real and not, like as you said, authenticity? Uh, now I'm doing it too. Authenticity. <laughs> Why you gotta be doing it now? I was fine. We do what we want. So <laughs> I'm like, why well, I need to say it like I'm texting that. Darius after this. <laughs> like, shout out to you for sponsoring this episode. That is, you did, Darius. I love my, I love my Darius. I, I was so happy to see him in St. Louis. I know we missed you. I'm jealous. We I missed told you. Me and I was trying to not to look at y'all, y'all Instagrams, but I was like, Tiffany, don't deny yourself. Just look. No, just look. See what the niggas up it was to. So ha- I look at how happy y'all look. Y'all look mm-hmm. so happy. It's so black. It's just so free. It's so joyful. I'm oh, it was like, a black ass time. I know y'all singing again without me. Where most certainly out, was though? most <laughs> certainly was harmonizing. Girl, don't you know they did the Tamiya's uh step without me? No, they didn't. I was in the hallway getting a beverage, and I come back in like Harold. You know, I got to hit Tamiya. He said we already played it. I said, excuse me. Y'all gonna have to play it again. Run that back. I know you fucking lied. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see me on that floor did, did you see, see me next to Stephen Johnson Jr. then why did you play it why did you proceed <laughs> that's what I, that's I didn't question. I didn't that's make question. it again I, oh. I didn't censor myself Fine. but I was feeling away I ain't gonna I had, to, I had to play it at the, on, on the let out yeah. um <laughs> we, get, we get to me I went out the door yep. um but yes how do you want it how do you want it to show up for you like in other people or yeah, maybe in, for now for now in other people um how do you want it to show up for you with other people maybe let's talk about um, let's talk about work first in the workplace because this this really is about everything we're not talking about being real just like Ooh, in personal and your know, intimate relationships i'm thinking about in life in general when you walk out the door how do you show up how do you how what that question one on the other end is how do you sh- how do you show up but i want to so, know for you how i'll say if if this is cool with you i'll answer how i want to show up authentically at work cool and how i want them to show up authentically of course it's cool with me go off all right cool i just want to be myself right mm-hmm. i don't want to code switch my language and i i notice that i do it not even because i'm in a professional setting but because i'm in indianapolis and i think that i've heard how people mm-hmm. from Indianapolis talk for so long that mm-hmm. I'm almost abandoning how I normally talk as a Chicagoan. So I have to be really, I think about it all the time. Like I do not sound like a Chicagoan right now. And that bothers me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it doesn't bother me to the point where like I'm miserable because being a, being a native of Chicago is always me, but, or not a native, but having been raised in Chicago will always be part of me. But now I'm living in Indy and I've been here for several years. So this is also a part of my story. So I'm not like offended by it or anything, but I think about sometimes the parallel I'm drawing is that the way that people talk in Indianapolis feels a little more palatable Mm -hmm. to professionalism. And so that's why I have an issue with it sometimes when it shows up in professional settings, because I'm like, oh no, I'm cold switching and I don't want to do that. Um, so I don't, I think about that a lot and I don't ever want that to become too much of a habit. Mm-hmm. More so because I need my students to know that they don't have to do it either. And that the things that they're pursuing, mm-hmm. you know, I want them to feel comfortable showing up in a full self. Because at the end of the day, if every doctor got a tattoo, they just going to fire all the doctors. And I don't know if that's still a taboo thing because I'm not a doctor, but I know in higher ed, we got nose piercings and eyebrow piercings yes, and all types of shit. And, and, and we are tattooing up now, for real. 
mm-hmm. mean, I'm trying to get a half sleeve, you know? So we have a more liberal field, but even as you get up higher in higher ed, that look different. So it, but it does. Child, don't know if I ever see them, t- them steps of the ladder, but <laughs> I ain't either. got I, no interest in it. None. None. What's the None. None. Settle. <laughs> so um, I just want to always present, even my work clothes, like I don't want to wear stuff that's uncomfortable. We was joking mm-hmm. about Bridgerton earlier and mm-hmm. I found us in them outfits they was wearing. I don't want mm-hmm. to do that. I don't mm-hmm. want to... If I'm wearing a business suit, it need to be fly. Like it needs yeah. to represent me. Mm-hmm. Period. So appearance-wise, that's important. But also mm-hmm. the things that I care about. I was very frank in my interview this last round of like, if y'all don't want me to actually do this job, don't hire me. And I mm-hmm. said that because doing diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging work in higher ed at a predominant at a historically white institution means that there's a lot of talking and not a lot of acting. Mm-hmm. And when you start to push in that direction, because that's what they said that they wanted, sometimes because it's very political up in here, mm-hmm. as it is everywhere, everything is political. But the way that the politics looks like here is that I'm not going to be able to do certain things or I'm not going to make mm-hmm. as much change as I thought I wanted to or that the mm-hmm. institution said they wanted. And I'm not here for that. Mm-hmm. I'm not here for that. So people might think that I'm naive and you know, in that way of like actually believing that we can make change, but audacity has gotten us way through way more doors than fear has. Yes, it has. So I'm yes, gonna I'm gonna move in that way because I'm here. I'm not here for myself. I'm here for the students. I go. didn't go back to grad school because I wanted to incur more debt. I went back because that debt was necessary to mm-hmm. an extent for me to get in this door and do this yes. shit for these students. Yes, and to show up. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I kind of answered both questions. It's like, yeah. as much as I want to show up and do what I say I'm going to do, I want y'all to do the same shit. Mm-hmm. If you can't pass an initiative or a program because of money or because of the donors not going to fuck with it, say that. Mm-hmm. Don't try to spend it as budget cuts and this and that third, mm-hmm. but y'all got all this money for these athletic programs and a new engineering yep. building and all of that shit. I need re- I got to provide rationale for my budget. So I need rationale. So why the shit wasn't approved mm-hmm. when you sit in here telling me that retention is important and that retention programs I'm trying to build are not getting funded. And I'm not saying I don't want to put that out there, but that's an example of something mm-hmm. shit that could go down. That yeah. would really piss me off. Yeah, I'm very faithful that my budget and that the institution is going to do what need to be done. But that's what I expect, because that's what y'all bought me here to do. Fuck. Mm. Let's quit pussyfooting around and get some shit done. So when you said you weren't sounding like yourself, like you sound Mm -hmm. like you was from Indianapolis, but you're not. What did that, it was, was it just a tone? Was it the words you used? What was it that made you realize you sound different? It was tone. It was lingo. Mm. Um, Just the, just intonation Mm. on how I say certain words. Like I always joke and tell people in Chicago, we don't use enough R's in our language <laughs> and, and in Indianapolis they use too many so like mm. the word shower in Chicago a lot of us would say like I'm finna get in the shower okay in Indianapolis a lot of folks will say I'm finna get in the shower mm. and that it's just a lot harsher that R oh, is, that is harsher. That R. that's a harsh R okay yeah and and both this is the thing that really bothers me about um this conversation sometimes is both of those both of those accents or dialects are rooted in Southern culture. Mm-hmm. It's just who came from where and what yeah. 
how it's manifested over time. Mm-hmm. So like they said, Chicago was like North Mississippi. <laughs> I mean, and it I'm sounded like, like it. Yeah, and I'm real interested to hear what people from North Mississippi sound like. I ain't never been to North Mississippi. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I do know that the Great Migration happened. And I know that my family is from Mississippi, Arkansas, Alabama. Okay. So it makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to know where a lot of folks who settled in Indianapolis are from because that mm-hmm. also carries a story. It They'll does. say stuff like Warsh. And I hear old Southern mm-hmm. white people say that all the time. So I'm like, where did that come from? Oh, you know what? Yes, I know what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah. where did that come from? I don't know. I have no clue. And I find it so fascinating. Most people just look at look over it, but language has always been real fascinating mm-hmm. to me. So for me, I can tell when somebody's not from Indy. I better better yet, I say this. I could tell when somebody is from Chicago because of mm-hmm. what they say and how they say it. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very um mockable. Mm-hmm. I'll say like That's people so, okay. make people make you know little parody videos and stuff. Okay. And I'm like, y'all spot on because that's exactly how we sound Mm. yeah so but like I said a lot of people I do know more black people out here who speak quote-unquote proper English Mm -hmm. and by proper I mean putting those r's on there not too much but just the right amount that they sound like white people Mm -hmm. they sound like what people would deem as proper English got you and so to me that's why I said that's a little worrisome for me because mm-hmm. I don't want to change my I don't mind sounding like people from Indianapolis if that means that it's still a little twang to it you yeah. know a little flavor a little culture mm-hmm. but if so- me sounding like that me sounding like white people or sounding <laughs> not like a Chicagoan mm-hmm. I should say sounding like I am performing to speak proper English that's what I want to say mm-hmm. okay 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 yeah we don't want that yeah, I don't want that. I don't, don't have no that. issue with black people who who sound that way. Mm-hmm. I have no issue with that. Mm-hmm. Niggas can't help what they was raised. Mm-hmm. Right. And some people, that's their preference. Yes. It's not my preference. Not under the guise of being palatable. Mm-hmm. That's a that's long really answer, it, That's but... really what it's for. But no, no, no. You're right though. That's really what it's for though. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, Jelly. Y'all, are y'all are y'all picking up what she's putting down? I'm doing minimal <laughs> talking because when I bring somebody on now, I, y'all hear from me all the time. I want y'all to hear from Jelly. Like you are giving me everything I need, and you're, yeah. you're, like you're, you're throwing some nuggets in there. That th- things for me to take away. Just say like I need to I need to sit on this for a little bit. Well, yeah, it's part of. of your story, you know. Yeah. Like people heard our episode of Bars and was like, "Where's Tiffany from?" Because mm. she sounds like she's from the East Coast, and I'm like, she is. But that people, is crazy yeah but people can pick but of up course. that's part of your yeah. story mm-hmm. and for me to try to like assimilate I think about like when people tell students you know that speak Spanish you can't speak that here that's how I feel when people say you can't talk like that mm. like mm. my students can speak whatever the hell language they want now if they're talking to that's me the they're gonna have to speak a language I can understand for yeah, me to no, speak yeah, back yeah but also like I'm not if they're in the center and they're having a conversation in Spanish, I should have it. Have it in Spanish. What what issue do I have with that? Why? And why would you take issue with that? You know? I'm not finna strip their dialect. I'm not finna nah. strip their language. That's that was an intentional strategic effort of colonialism. Ooh. I'm not finna repeat Wasn't that it? shit. That's goofy. Very. So that's goofy. what I, I'm I'm not gonna do it to myself either though. Mm. Damn, Jelly. I'm okay. off that soapbox. I'm done with that conversation. No, no. You- <laughs> <laughs> so we can stay um, here. We can. We, we can stay we here can. For, for the rest of the episode. So 
we can you can come back to it um uh so i don't think i asked this yet how do you show up authentically for yourself because i know we talked i talked a little bit about this episode about being real but real and authenticity they're always in the same conversation always mm-hmm. in the, they, they like they like sisters with different misters they the same <laughs> but they're not the same you know <laughs> we got different daddies (laughs) that's my sister though we got different different daddies Uh, how do I show up authentic this is so hard because I feel like when you just do things naturally Mm -hmm. okay okay let me go on a little tangent I'm a step coach right now as Mm -hmm. well so I'm teaching (laughs) no literally (laughs) girl I had to go back and look at a step show from years ago that we did in chapter or down at IU, because I was like, I cannot remember these steps to save my life. And I got to teach them to somebody, but I realized, and my my students, my my stepkids, well, that don't sound right either. Oh. I don't have, I'm not married, and I have no children. Um, the kids that step with me. The kids I coach. Yes, there we go, there we go. Coach Jails. The kids I coach yes. call me out on it all the time. They be like, mm-hmm. now, you showed us this, but you did it like this. Because I do it so naturally, it doesn't think, I don't think to have to explain mm-hmm. it or like break it down so these questions are really hard because I feel like I don't have to think about being authentic an example I'll give or I guess a testament I'll give to it is I'm just always like one thing I love about me is that I've never met a stranger Mm. I will talk to anybody about anything well almost anything Mm -hmm. um and I I have built my community that way Mm. So me being authentic to myself looks like not being afraid to do that. Even if I'm intimidated by the person for whatever reason, you know, maybe they have higher credentials than me or they're Beyonce. I don't know. Like, yeah, come on. You know, but I want to stop. I don't want that to stop me from essentially shooting my shot, just starting a conversation. And if some come from it, then they come from it. So I'm authentic to myself in that way of knowing that that brings me joy. Being in conversation like critical conversation but also shooting the shits brings me joy um other ways I'm authentic to myself is that I'm really honest about the things that I don't want to do my cousin Renee passed away from cancer in 2020 and she was 41 Mm. and when she passed away I really was like life is too short to be doing shit you don't want to do and one thing I love about Renee she was fellow Capricorn she kept it real she said what it was and what it wasn't and so I don't think even in the spiritual one where she is now, I don't think that she has any regrets for how she lived Mm -hmm. her life because she showed up every day, even when she was sick, she showed up every day and did what she wanted to do. Wow. You know, she was clowning when she was in hospital. (laughs) Mm. My auntie would tell stories about what she, you know, what she was saying and the things that she was, I'm like, yeah, she was always true to herself. Mm -hmm. So I thought about that a lot after that happened and all through last year. And I'm just like, and that's honestly the motivation. That's what motivated me to get up out of that situation that I was in mm-hmm. in terms of like just feeling depressed and feeling like I couldn't change my job situation. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything differently in my relationship. You know, I couldn't whatever. Knowing that I always have a chance every single day to do something different mm-hmm. is like honoring that truth in me of like you don't what's where is the limit? yeah ain't no boundaries ain't no like <laughs> ain't none. no fences ain't no you There's no strings it. attached yeah not man you ain't committed to none i mean you committed but you're not bound to any of this shit none and my therapist really had to give me that so part of me being authentic is like honoring that 
mm-hmm. and showing up and just doing shit that I want to do. I started the Double Dutch mm-hmm. Collective because I like jumping rope. Shit. Mm-hmm. It ain't no niggas talking about, well, you could turn it into this and you could do that. And I am honored to have been asked to do this for, you know, this diabetes program. I think that it's a wonderful initiative, but it I would is. still do it even if that wasn't a thing because I like to do it. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. um, the mixtape, I like writing music. I like I like performing music, so I'm gonna do it. I don't have to get paid. I don't. It don't have to blow up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it out there, and I'm gonna. So I show. I just do shit that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you feel like that gives you a certain level of like comfortability with where you are in life now, with going towards your things that you feel purpose uh, purpose driven? Like, how do you feel about that? Um. Yes, because a lot of the things tie back to what I wanted in childhood, mm. the things that I was interested mm. in. And I feel like as kids, we be knowing, like kids yeah, be do. knowing. Jelly, <laughs> go ahead. So, oh my God, don't get me started because in high school, we read Catcher in the Rye. Okay. And, you know, it was one of them white books that we had to yeah. read. <laughs> but the message that I always took from that book, it was probably my favorite book that we had to read in school, um, was... Holden Caulfield, the main uh, protagonist of the book, wanted his dream was to be in this field of rye, these tall ass wheat stalks, basically. Mm-hmm. And for children, so so he's standing on the edge of the cliff, and the cliff is metaphorical for real life. Okay. Children are running into the field toward him, and his dream is to stretch his arms so wide that they never get to the cliff because he wants to preserve their innocence and that he doesn't want them to see what's on the other side of that cliff. Cause it's a long ass fall and it's not cute. Mm. And I think about, damn, how can I be holding today for myself? Mm. How can I keep the fear? Cause the, and it's fucked up because the cliff is going to happen regardless. Yeah, it is. But to not, I think for me, the arm is more symbolic of like, addressing the fact that you could be fearful of this thing Mm -hmm. and there's no reason to be fearful of it Mm. so for me going back to childhood means healing the trauma that's there Mm -hmm. emotionally right we all got trauma from childhood in some way or another we've seen some shit or experienced some shit that shapes us as who we are today and grappling with that is hard because then you have to question everything that's happened between then and now to see mm-hmm. what's real and what's not white people had this moment all the time when they realize <laughs> everything is racist i mean so yeah and i think that's why it's so hard for them to talk about it because it's like yeah. well shit my papa said you know he got a blue flag a blue striped flag in the yard and they got confederacy okay yeah, your papa's racist Very your much. papa is kind of fucked up don't <laughs> call him a nigger one time yeah yeah and you have to you have you don't want to be that way you Mm -hmm. don't want that to be true but it is yeah it is Mm -hmm. that why you think they fight so hard to take what happened in american history out of textbooks what actually happened because the shit ugly Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's very ugly and a lot of americans don't want to reconcile with that very painful ugly evil history Mm. so i'm on a tangent now no i say you you, 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 you took it to a, a level though Mm-hmm. Of that's a whole nother level of realness and authenticity. Oh with yeah, this, with with our history, 
and it being yep. stripped from us. So if we're stripping, if it's so easy to strip away history and strip away what's true, what's real, what's factual, what actually happened, and we can do that with regards to what has happened historically, what mm-hmm. about our own history? Well, they say you don't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. You, I'm going I'm and, fight and you. The, let me hold on before you even continue. Let me tell you why I'm going to fight you a second time. It's the second time I had to raise my fist to you before we, it really I literally, I've, it, so. I've read this quote. And not in a black power kind of way. we are are not in solidarity right now i just want want to fight her i want to fight her because we're the same person and it's because i said that quote because it's my angela who said it and i said that Mm -hmm. quote in the presentation today i literally used that to have a conversation about yes we we had to do a group kind of dei um kind of tutorial workshop after we mm-hmm. watched it on linkedin but i used that because that stayed in my head and maybe it's because you said it to me multiple times i was like i don't know where it came from mm-hmm. but it literally as i was talking about reflection that came to mind and i literally was like oh my god yeah. and hearing you I, say it, it's just like confirmation i firmly believe that i firmly believe that and it's it's evident when you join a new organization of any sort and they give you the historical context mm. mm-hmm. clearly people understand that it's important when, I, when we became Deltas, what we have to do? Learn our history. Because we can't progress as good Deltas without knowing what we started at. We can't celebrate, you know, women's suffrage yes. history without mm-hmm. understanding the role mm-hmm. that our founders played in that. Mm-hmm. Not and, and not and do it justice. Okay. We could do it. It's going to be kind of frivolous. Mm-hmm. So, and also, we also, now I'm really on a tangent, as Black people particularly talk about representation, there's a shit ton of representation in the past. We don't have to just look at Michelle Obama and Issa Rae mm-hmm. and, you know, we there's have, I mean, and thank God for them yeah. continuing to do the work, but there's so many people who came before them yes. that are representative of the shit that we're trying to accomplish. Yes. You know? And on so many levels. Yeah, so... um. Now I don't forgot the original question. <laughs> um, damn sure forgot the question too because I did not have that written down. No, that I was off the dome. It. I could see it in your eyes. I was just thinking of it. I don't even remember what I said, but says, but I think it's all yeah. of this rooted. All of this is rooted in radical truth telling. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we talk about being real and being authentic, you have to be comfortable with hearing and knowing the truth. Can you do me a favor? Can you talk about what does it mean to be a radical truth teller? Or maybe what does it mean to just be radical? I think that's the word. Sometimes we hear it and, it, and that can sound like a buzzword too, but there's a, there's a deeper yeah. meaning behind radicalism. And I want you to, can you just talk about that real quick? For me, being radical means being unapologetic mm-hmm. and like consistently moving forward, regardless of who's with you or not. I think about Harriet Tubman all the time mm. when I think about the way that I want to lead my life mm. because she was not mm-hmm, letting mm-hmm, anybody mm-hmm. including her husband mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. keep her from freeing them damn slaves mm-hmm. and she was like oh you trying to blow this operation pop you Done. not I would when- I would I will sacrifice you to save the yes. whole so she is like the radical mm-hmm. in my you know and, my and, as, friend, Je- and as Jelly would say and did <laughs> As Jelly was the Andy. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, and so I think about Harriet had a goal. There were people who shared her goal and mm-hmm. let her know I also have this goal. And so she was willing to sacrifice her own self to help people and herself yes. get to that goal. Yes. When we're being radical with one another, Tiffany, I have to know what your goals are. I have to know mm-hmm. where you want to go. Mm-hmm. 
that's the only way that I can really be in radical relationship with you. Because mm-hmm. if you tell me, I want to, because we talked about this podcast episode months ago. Yeah, we did. If you tell me, sis, I want to do this episode on what it means to be real. Now I can hold you accountable to that. Now mm-hmm. I can send you articles and shit that I'm finding to be like, this could be real good for that. Pod. Don't forget mm-hmm. you're trying to do that. Mm-hmm. The moment you tell me you don't want to do it no more, I ain't going to pop you. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't trying to go to jail and it's never that deep. Okay. But it's almost like, a okay, well, where are we at in this mm-hmm. relationship? Do we not, do we no longer share that goal? Mm-hmm. And being honest about that too. That's okay. Yeah. The yeah. stakes ain't as high as freeing the slaves, but it definitely, for you and what you say you want to go, mm-hmm. the stakes are high. So for me, being radical is just being like, not afraid. It's being fearless. It's being mm-hmm. unafraid to say shit for what it is. And in a way that is compassionate, because I think, and I am victim to this when I was younger, a lot of people confuse being blunt with being real. Ooh. And sometimes Ooh. that shit is just mean. Oh, Like you don't have mm. to, you have to mm. be mindful of who's in the room, especially mm-hmm. if you want people to listen to you. Because like mm-hmm. we was talking about language earlier. Mm-hmm. If my students start talking to me in Spanish, I'm sorry. I know I spent several years in Spanish class, but I didn't retain but, a goddamn thing. Nah. So I don't know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You have to speak to people so that they understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So if you come in here and I'm telling you telling me, I right, says so I was supposed to do, <laughs> I was, I, I had a brain fart. I thought to some shit in the reverse of how you've been helping me do some things over these last couple months, <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a keep it on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unapologetically keep it on you. <laughs> if you telling me you want to do these things and I think that you're not ready, or I think that you might need to do X, Y, and Z before you get there, I have to be, I have to deliver that message in a way that you're going to hear it. If I truly believe that it's beneficial for you. Yeah. That also starts with me because am I telling you this because I want you to stop or pause on this because you're doing better than me in this moment and I can't handle that level of success for you. Am I telling you that because I just don't want to see you succeed for, for what, for whatever reason. Am I telling you that because I selfishly want you to move in this other way because it'll benefit me more. I have to be real mm-hmm. honest about what is my motivation behind even bringing this shit up. When we talked about, you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I brought it to you. Mm-hmm. I had to think, I said, damn, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Woo! this do this information serve me more than the Sir Tiffany, because if so, mm-hmm. I don't know if I need to give it to her mm-hmm. and it didn't. I ain't had nothing to gain or lose from. I mean, I did have something to lose because I did enjoy that platform. But shit, mm-hmm. I'll get over. Mm-hmm. I still have you at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't have made me no never mind. I just nah. needed you to know what I was experiencing and what I was hearing, mm-hmm. and knowing you and your essence mm-hmm. based on what you wanted, needed, and wanted what you wanted and needed, and where you wanted to go. I was like, I gotta say something because yeah. this is not in alignment with what Tiffany said she wanted what she needed and where she wants to go and that's why jelly's a real one <laughs> and that's why not you tied it up like that point blank <laughs> what do the girls what do the girls say period point blank, period 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 poo well, in chicago we say in chicago we say period <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i like that yeah nah, ain't, for no, ain't no ours <laughs> and that's what makes you you that's why I fuck with you. That's why I love you. And I, and not that I didn't know it before, but it's always moments where someone shows up for you and mm-hmm. in, in a particular kind of way that makes you realize one, damn, this motherfucker know me, but mm-hmm. two, like, 
they really care about me mm-hmm. really care about what they know to be true about me and what they know mm-hmm. to be true what they know to be true for myself too because you know and mm-hmm. I just I just love that I love when I have experiences like that where friends can do that where friends see that it's, it, it don't happen often for everybody I feel like sometimes but, but that's because niggas not being real and if I can oh. just keep it a buck with you go ahead you, we have that because you're real with me oh I only know you intimately because you let me in I'm dancing over here y'all because she dead ass is <laughs> hit, that shit. hit that shit hit that shit oh yeah kill him hey <laughs> so, safari, safari who safari what oh we just we play all day <laughs> But it, when I say it starts with you, it dead as does. does. Vulnerability, authenticity, mm-hmm. all of it starts with you. Because if Tiffany mm-hmm. didn't come to our weekly phone call with whatever was on her heart, mm-hmm. unafraid of if I was going to judge her, blame her, talk shit about her, whatever, mm-hmm. we wouldn't even get to this place. I can't be real with something that I can't see, something mm-hmm. that I can't touch. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. So I know her intimately. And so I can know she don't sound it's like so- herself. She don't. Mm-mm. Something's <laughs> going on. Spirit be yes. knowing something's yes. going on. Oh man! Yeah. And what a and what in divine timing? Divine timing is all. On my what mama. I will set on my hood. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I look fly in. I look good. Hey. <laughs> hey. Ooh, I mean, and that's so and that's much, we play all day, and and that's why. We're such good company. One of the we reasons are. why we're such good company. Um, so I feel like this leads into a great, another great question. Can you maintain a relationship, friendship, any type of shit with someone if you feel like they aren't being real or honest with you? No. I took a deep breath before I answered that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even no, if it's like a, I can't. a good, good friend. No. Mm. No. Because... Uh, wait let me okay there's levels to this i was i was wait there you go there's levels to this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the overflow that i have that i give to myself mm-hmm. um a lot of that comes from people also filling that cup for me mm-hmm. i feel a lot of it myself don't get me wrong i do affirmations i have sometimes i have thoughts and i'll tell myself you think that ain't nobody else said that but you mm-hmm. i talk back to myself and my negative thoughts all the time and that fills my cup. But moments like this in our call, our weekly call, or just watching a good show with a friend or whatever, quality time, that fills my cup too. If I feel like I'm the only one filling my cup and yours, and a lot of time that cup is filled with authenticity, because I don't like fake shit. Mm-mm. I can't do it. I'm cool. I could love you from a distance, but I do not want to be involved because mm-hmm. if you lie to yourself you're a lot of me mm-hmm. and now we got ooh, a bigger ooh, problem ooh. now we got a bigger problem so that's why i say it's levels because can i maintain a friendship well now we got to get into what type of friendship because mm-hmm. i consider you to be one of my very good friends yes and if at one moment we stop being real with each other for like too long i don't know if that's going to be able to be maintained mm. But so we can still be cool. But there's a period of time that you'll give if you yeah. feel like there's a okay. Because life happens. Yeah, true. That's life happens. That's a fact. And also the way that we're real with each other right now might change once life shit comes into, you know, 
we always talking about marriage, families, yeah, yeah, trying to buy a yeah, house. All yeah. of that changes how you show up. Mm-hmm. And so if I can't adjust or you can't adjust to that other person's new reality, then that might shift the basis of our friendship. And if we can both be cool with that, then cool. If not, that's a different conversation too. But I think that at the core of it, I have friends that I talk to you every week. I have friends that I have dear to me that I don't talk to on a weekly basis, on a daily basis. It might be a few months in between. Um, Someone I think our soul or Sydney. I don't talk to her every week, but that is my nigga. Mm -hmm. I mean, through Mm -hmm. and through. And it's because of that authenticity. We yes. know how you talk about me and you are so much yes. alike. I say the same mm-hmm. about her. Kendra Spears, for real. Yeah, for real. For real. Like to the point where I could have something going on in my life and I damn near can bet that it's also happening in hers. Mm. That's a It's like we, it really is. It's sick. It's sick. I'm like, how Yes, it is. How am it I is. this tied? How am I this tethered? to these people mm-hmm. while still maintaining my autonomy. I think it's beautiful. Ooh, it I think beautiful. it's beautiful because some people are tethered and they don't have their autonomy. Ooh. But <laughs> Do we have time but, to talk about them? I do we know. have time to talk about codependency? Because <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Stop! <laughs> oh my God. Yo, y'all hear this? Do y'all hear this? Oh, this oh, is my just, nigga. Just go, Jelly. This oh is my, my nigga. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, I think that it's hard for me to be in relationship, true, deep mm-hmm. relationship with people who not being real. Yes. Because yes. it also it's also like a breeding ground for unpredictability mm-hmm. um, or I should say unstability, instability. Mm-hmm. One of my friends, Trayon, he crazy and, and people got their opinions about him and that's cool, fine and dandy. But Trayon is dependable and he mm-hmm. has been since day one. I can count on him to be himself regardless mm. of what he had and to me mm. that is important to know in a person it is he just switched jobs he done moved he done did whatever he done did he done had different people in relationship whatever one thing that has remained consistent is that he is a dependable person mm-hmm. if you not being real with yourself you not being real to other people i think that that can impact some of those qualities of friendship yeah. such as dependability mm-hmm. honesty loyalty and that's so that's why i can't maintain true authentic friendships relationships with people who not being real we could be cool mm. hey and bye you know i could go out with you probably but even then shit depends on the context because if some shit pop off in this club where you gonna be at you know i don't even know if i want to take that risk oh too high of a cost my bar for friendship is high as hell because I have some bomb ass friends. Mm. Some, I mean, like from second grade to mm-hmm. now, and I'm mm-hmm. still making bomb ass friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of women, a lot of women in particular, are like, "How do we make friends with other women in adulthood?" So you got to be yourself. Yes, first and foremost, because I'm realizing being myself is just attracting more people who. Who need something book, from who me and who I need something jelly from. Jelly schedule up. They're going to book, book it up. up, sis. Book it up. No, that has people be like, you got time? I'm like, I don't. I'm getting dinner with so-and-so. I'm getting wine with so-and-so. And I'm happy to do it because they yeah. fill my cup. Yes. And yes. I feel it's a very mutual exchange. Mm-hmm. Very mutual. And that shit, mm. like, you asked me earlier about what being real, not necessarily what being real feels like, but for me, it feels like home. Mm. 
if mm. I feel like I can mm. go out with you in any context and I don't have to perform, shit. yeah. What you need? Say less. What's better than that. Yeah, what's better than that? You laughing at my quirks, not or you laughing with me about my quirks, not at and my not quirks. At my, yeah. You laughing yeah. with me about my insecurities and not at my insecurities. Mm-hmm. You letting me be myself. You not questioning the things that make me who I am. Please mm-hmm. say say less. You're not embarrassing you me. You're not embarrassing me. Saying things to intentionally hurt me. You know. You know. You know how I and I hope she listens to this episode. You know how I knew a real friend. Mm-hmm. One of my homegirls, we met when we were in either seventh or eighth grade. And um, Taryn, I think I talked to you about her. She uh, had the baby in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't mean to relegate her to just having a baby, but I know that we talk about him all the time. She's a mother. (laughs) She is a mother. A bomb ass mother at that. But anyway, we, um, I had a situation with an ex-boyfriend of mine. She knows him pretty well. One, because we were together when we were younger. And also, they both went to school together. So, okay. to college together. So, um, there was a situation that had happened where he was saying things about me that were not true. Mm. Um, Taryn interceded on my behalf to the third party who told her about these things and said yeah. she absolutely did not do that. Now, mind you, I had not talked to Taryn about this. We had not mm-hmm. spoken of it at all prior Come to on. Mm-hmm. but Taryn who has known me again mm-hmm. and has known me intimately for I won't say our whole time because we've definitely gotten closer in our later years um but she knew me intimately enough to know my bitch would never do nothing like that mm-hmm. and she confidently spoke on that putting her neck out because mm-hmm. she could have been wrong there's always yeah, she could there's be always wrong. there's always but don't you know she was 100% right and she told and she me about was- it and I said this is fucking loyalty. Yep. That is loyalty. Yep. That is what it looks yep. like to be real. Cause you was okay at some point with being wrong about me. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. At some point in there, you mm-hmm. were cool okay with being with wrong. Yes. That that happened in 2020. Mm. And I will always reference that as probably one of the, it's not the only moment of loyalty yeah. that I've experienced with somebody else, but that has to be the most like profound one especially Mm -hmm. considering what happened around that situation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everybody had every reason to think negative about me how I carried it whatever because they didn't know I wasn't just talking to people about it Mm -hmm. you know that wasn't in my immediate circle so I need Mm -hmm. shit that's my bar for friendship Mm. all this oh we can get drinks we can do this okay that's cool what we talking about you know we talking about goals we talking about life shit we talking mm-hmm. about how to get each other to the places that we want to be spiritually, emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally, physically. What are we hell. talking about for real? What the fuck are we talking about? Mm. I don't take that friend word lightly Ooh. at all. Well, I'm going to have to say ditto again. <laughs> so for my part, I, I really, I can't be. And I think you know what it is too. It's because to be completely honest, I used to be the friend. I was the friend who wasn't real who wasn't completely honest, who Mm -hmm. kept a lot to herself for better or for worse, for good reasons or not for good reasons for myself and from others. But once I matured, grew out of that, learned better, um, had some, some, a lot of rough patches, not a lot, but enough rough patches and friendships and bumps and, you know, the road to be like, all right, what's gonna, what's gonna, what's gonna work here. And, Mm -hmm. but also keeping in mind too, for myself of there's, 
I could still be real and be honest and not tell you everything because I don't yeah. have to, right? Yeah. So what's, so what's the middle ground, girl? That's what I had to ask myself. What is that middle uh-huh. ground, um, that, bo- that boundary you're setting for yourself for this? So um, I think reminded myself of what I want in return. So if mm-hmm. I want honesty in return, I have to be honest first. I can't yep. expect it to come to me if I'm not giving it. And I was mm-hmm. always kind of expecting something to come to me that I was not necessarily giving. Now I was Woo. told. Okay. Sarah Jakes Roberts talked about that on, on the uh, Woman she? Ball pot. She just talked about it yet with a with a man. Mm. She mm. just talked about that. Like you, you know, and it's it's like something I think you said may you said it earlier. I just feel like all of it's a betrayal to yourself. Um, yeah. We ain't doing that. We we don't want to do that. It don't even make us feel good. But when you said earlier too, when Jelly complimented me earlier, y'all, she said I was looking really good. And she said, I've been, you know, it's radiating. And it's crazy because my therapist said it too. Thank you. And my therapist said it too. And I was like, man, this is the second time. Actually, not even the second. It all happens in threes. Because Dave said it too. And I mentioned it in my last episode. Mm -hmm. But hearing all these people telling telling you that, outwardly speaking all the work that you're doing inwardly is now showing outwardly it it hits very different it makes a huge difference yeah. and it's it kind of it not kind of it does encourage me to continue doing what i'm doing continue to be as honest as i need to be continue to be as real as i need to be with the people who who are real with me too in return mm-hmm. um and i can still be real with somebody who's not being real with me because i used to tell people too i don't got time to be worried about why you're not telling me the truth Mm. I don't got time to worry about why you're not being honest. All I can, can be is concerned of is if I'm being honest. If no, that's I'm real. Being truthful, you know what I mean? That's all you can control. That's it. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. We can't control none of that. Mm-mm. And I, I get to control me and I get to make a conscious decision about what, how far in this relationship I'm going to yes. go with you. Because yeah. like I said, I could love you from a distance. We don't have to be in lockstep. There's we many, I, there's many I love from a distance. Mm-hmm. Many I love from a distance. And that's cool. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep being real. And I don't like it. I don't like it when I'm put in situations or environments where I'm now forced to question if I can be real. Mm-hmm. I don't like feeling like I don't have space to move around and be myself. Mm-hmm. That is very limiting. It's uncomfortable. Walking on eggshell, that feeling is trash. It is. It is. That it's feeling corny. is trash. It's uncomfortable. And, yeah. And something that uh that I've been practicing and I told my therapist this, I told my friend, I actually talked to my friend um, about this at, at length for a little while this past week. Um, that's helped me really with this, this journey of really being real, especially with myself. It's just not taking things personal. I can't be real. Piff, now I'm about to, where are you about to touch me? Now I got to bop you. Cause I've oh. been, you know, I'm looking at these other questions you got on here. And that's one of the things that I'm thinking about is I'm thinking about answers really? for that. Yes. Really? I'm going to let you, you finish. Want, you want, okay. No, I'm going to let you finish. We're going to get there organically, but I just needed you to know. I also have, a, I'm going to punch the shit out of you moment. Don't, don't black in my eye. <laughs> Not me and Tiff going to have a tussle when I finally pull up to Jersey. <laughs> Please. It's going to be a tussle for real. Y'all going to be like, you got to okay? put that shit. Put that on the YouTube. <laughs> are, are, are y'all really friends? You sure? Right. They didn't tell you that. <laughs> didn't they? Well, look, I want to hold it. For, I want to hold it because I do. I want to talk about it together when we get to that question. So I want to hold okay. it for now. I do. I do. Um, but yes, we're going to put a pin in that for a little bit. We're going to table that for the okay. later question. So I want to know, how do you determine or distinguish whether someone's being genuine or real with you? Or when do your spidey senses tingle when you feel like they're not? A lot of people tell on themselves all the time. Mm. 
<laughs> the way you looked. Not her over here pouting with her hands crossed. Um, people tell on themselves all the time. The same way in higher ed, we say you could tell an institution's priorities by how they spend their money. I think that you could tell a person's priorities by how they spend their time, their energy, mm-hmm. and whether or not they they have integrity. And for me, integrity is doing what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And communicating when you have reached a capacity. Like, I don't like this whole this whole idea of like, well, you know, people thinking that they can't change their mind. You can change your mind, but you also have to communicate that shit because yes. nobody else is in your mind. Yes. So for me, when, when people's words and actions don't align, that doesn't feel real to me. Mm-hmm. It feels very, on a lot of, on a lot of levels, it feels manipulative. Mm-hmm. And I can say that in both ways. Like if I think about romantic relationships, you know, they have yeah. lo- this love bombing mm-hmm. term um, mm-hmm. about, you know, I'm going to say all these things and then I'm going to get you hooked on these niceties, on these mm-hmm. pleasantries. Yes. And then I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do because I got you where I want you now. On the mm-hmm. other side of that, on the action side, it's like, you know, you could be doing all of the right things or doing the things that the person wants, but you don't, you don't want to. And so the way that you do them. Mm-hmm feels like they're a burden that you you can't you subconsciously or consciously some niggas is really sick and again niggas is gender neutral and transracial when I use it <laughs> um unless otherwise specified <laughs> um they, they consciously will do that mm-hmm. it's it's giving real here nigga damn energy mm. you know mm. don't do it if you don't want to do it but also don't be mad if I choose not to fuck with you because you don't want to do it yeah don't be mad yeah. if I hold you accountable because you don't want to do it because I'm mm-hmm. holding you accountable to what the fuck you said you was going to do. And why you get mad about that? Huh. Hmm. But why? you say you want somebody to hold you accountable. Are you sure? Hmm. You sure? Well, because, once, because once you start holding niggas accountable, it starts out, they start saying it's an, it's an attack. They over here like, why you holding still? <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> pick, your, pick, pick your letter A. Do you want yeah. me to hold you accountable? Or if when I do it, is it going to feel like an attack? But it's Which always going to be an attack when you're in defense mode. Then how do you get out of defense mode? How do you, if you, you expect gotta, the per, if you expect the person that's that's in front of you to be honest with you and be real with you, and you want that, you want to receive it. How can you feel that way? You have to accept your truth. Mm. You have to accept because in order to hear what people say about you and discern mm-hmm. whether or not it applies, is to know what's true or not. Ooh. If you say that I'm a bad friend, mm-hmm. and I know that I have lived up to not only my, but your expectations of friendship. Mm-hmm. All I can say is, okay, I can't, yeah. I'm not going to be defensive about that. Cause yeah. that ain't got shit to do with me. And that's where taking it personal comes in. I'm glad I caught Don't on to it. Cause I was afraid I was going to lose it. Mm-hmm. That's where not taking it personal come in. Cause that has to do with you. Yes. If suddenly your barometer of friendship has changed, yep. that don't got nothing to do with me. I did what I, I kept my end of the bargain mm-hmm. and we did not discuss up in the ante together so i don't have nothing for that shit mm-hmm. be real say what the fuck it is mm-hmm. niggas and i'm talking just <laughs> to males right now if you just want to fuck say what the fuck it fuck is it, please and thank you women if you just want to sugar daddy say what the fuck it is please and live your in your truth yes because you're not, you can't, when, when, when you say that, you put that on the table and somebody chooses to engage with you, knowing that that's your condition mm-hmm. and they start to want something more, or they start to want something different. You can always go back and say, I told you that this is what it was. But when your actions though, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. acting like you're not just trying to fuck or you're not just trying to be 
you know, this, that, and the third. That's where the that's where integrity come in because it's like, yep. uh, now I'm confused. What yep. which one is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Communication yeah. is key, but it's also it about just being radically honest with yourself. Yes. And if your shit changes, you got to communicate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did just want to be friends and now I have feelings for you. Mm-hmm. So what's up? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. being vulnerability is putting yourself in a position to be hurt. Yes. So they might say, nah, I still just want to or I don't feel that way about you. But you know, it's going to hurt you more to stay in that position knowing what you want mm-hmm. than to actually go out and just find what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so how i operate when people not being real that's theirs yeah like you said earlier i can, i'm still be me and i don't want to get to the point where i feel like i can't be me in a situation so i'm gonna leave mm-hmm. before i abandon myself because mm-hmm. that's gonna hurt me way longer than losing you is gonna hurt me that's what i be trying to tell people and then yeah. you're gonna be upset because you won't say i never care about you uh, yeah um, and a lot of times i'll be mad like I know, <laughs> I know you seen my close friends the other day, and I said I'm mm-hmm. mad at myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at nobody but me, because yeah. I'm the I control this shit. Yes, I am the creator of this life, mm-hmm. co-creator. Me and God, we you know okay. we volleyballing it. Yeah, right. He the right hand though. No, he both hands actually. <laughs> word, 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 word. I, I might be a little fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> not a fingernail. I might, a I might be the hair on the finger. A knuckle, if you will. <laughs> but yeah I control that though mm-hmm. you know and so if I allow myself to be in a friendship or relationship with anyone or anything that's not giving me what I want at the end of the day I'm gonna just have to be mad at myself because yeah. I know what I wanted yep and that's why I had to stop taking things personal and start shout started out to stepping. Don Miguel Ruiz and the four agreements if you ain't read it I need to, and I have it right over here, and I've been looking at it like, I got this. But I you know, haven't read it? It's sitting like there on the bookshelf. Second listen, punch, coming your and, way. And Dave, <laughs> and Dave, right in, Dave was like, get on it, and Dave, I need to get on it. I know, Dave, don't. Just just bully her, Dave. Don't, don't, don't even have, call me, because he, he, be, he be pausing these episodes and calling me, and calling me. Don't call me when you hear this. Now he be, oh, not Oh yeah, we love a we love an yeah. attentive and listening man. Yes, Dave listens we to every do. single episode. Dave, and you're he, my fave. Yes, and, and let me tell <laughs> I you, want he, you to know. and he keeps it real with me. He'll tell me when it's hitting and when it's not. But you need that shit because another thing, mm-hmm. another piece about authenticity and realness, and I said this before we started. Well, we might have been recording, but I'll say it again because we hadn't formally started the episode yet. People, when you have that about mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and when you you are that for yourself people our spirits are naturally attracted to that shit like i'm just i don't know i don't know if that's rooted in something i don't know if that's biblical i'll have to get back in the bible but our spirits are connected to that Mm -hmm. and so naturally we do want to be around that Mm -hmm. but we're not always sure of how to manage it and maintain it to keep it yeah when people feel that shit in you and they know that it's good for them they will do whatever they can to keep it that also means lying to you or Mm -hmm. not keeping you putting you on a pedestal you know Mm -hmm. so that they're being a yes man or a yes woman Mm -hmm. so that they're telling you what it is that they think you want to hear to keep Mm -hmm. giving them what they're trying to get from you in partnership especially I had this conversation with my pledge dad shout out to Ron G 
in partnership especially mm-hmm. you cannot have that shit nah because there's going to be so many other people around you if you mm-hmm. carry yourself and your spirit like that that want a piece of you you have to know you have to be with somebody that's going to keep you not humble yeah. i don't like that phrase mm-hmm. but to keep you honest yes you like need that. people who are close to you to keep you honest mm-hmm. not in a way that's self-serving but in a way that best honors your highest self. Mm-hmm. And if Dave is doing that, not if, I know Dave is doing that, yeah. that for you, that's a blessing. Yeah, it is. You know, Ron's wife does that. Ron's wife Diamond does that for him. That is a blessing mm-hmm. because every too many people just want to be in the fucking mix. Yes. Don't even know what is the, the context behind this shit. Don't Mm-mm. even know how we got here. And I can't do nothing with that. That's fleeting. Work. Not trying cool. to put in a word. You just mm-hmm. want the benefit. You yes. want the reward. No, yes. who wasn't when when they say you wasn't with me shooting in the gym? That shit is real. You just want what's on the surface. My nigga, the iceberg is wide and deep. Yes. Was you part of that formation? Or Do you, you know? Moment, once I broke the surface, did you just pop up then? And that's why bonds. That's it's so sad. I think about <laughs> becoming a Delta again. But that's why that bond is unbreakable because mm-hmm. all of them niggas know. All of them niggas know. It mm-hmm. don't even have to be said. It ain't nothing I wouldn't do for none of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Regardless of how I feel about where we at in life, it's still nothing I wouldn't do for them. The respect mm-hmm. that I have for them is so great yeah. because you was with me in the gym. <laughs> yeah. You real. put in the, the blood, sweat, and tears for mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. So oh when niggas God. not trying to be real, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I see you be on the bleachers then. Me and my Come niggas, on. we're on the courts. Come on. And this you know shit. where to find sink us. Or, sink or sail. Either way. I'm still going to be where I'm at. Yeah. And I'm going to be with some real niggas. Okay. I, uh, what was I think? I was thinking something about um, not taking a person. What was I thinking of why I really, really, really dug deep into it? Oh, Really, because I, I had this thought in my mind one day and I was just like, man, if I take everything that everyone does personally, how do like, what, at what point in time can I really determine what I, what's bothering me? What actually is my problem if I'm taking on what I feel or think or whatever about any or everybody else and literally taking a step back to be like, well, whether the situation worked in my favor or not, I'm not going to take it personally. Whether the situation landed me in debt or in, you know, financial success, I I mean, I'll take that personally, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, maybe maybe, maybe that's not a good example, but take that back, take that back. But you get what you're picking up what I'm putting down. Like there's just, I just, when it comes to people, let me leave it at people. When it comes to people, there's not much that anybody can do at this point that will really make me sit here and feel like, oh my, internalize it. I don't even yeah. have the energy or the space where honestly, I don't even want to do it. I de- I've developed such an attitude and posture about not taking things personal, but not taking things personally anymore. And I'm literally am living out the benefits of it that I actually don't want to do it. I don't even yeah. like honestly hearing about people. And I, I have to tell myself patience, young grasshopper, like you just, <laughs> you, you know, you just got here and some uh-huh. people are still working to try to get through that part, that piece yeah. of not taking things personal and it's, and it's practice. Yeah. It's a but lot I, of practice. 
And I really need people to get serious about that because I've seen what it looks like when you don't do that work mm-hmm. and you get to this 40, 50, 60 yeah, age ooh, range. Yep. It's real ugly. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of regret. It's yes. a lot of childish behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot. Like I'm, I'm really struggling with that right now with some, with some people. Mm-hmm. Um, and not necessarily because it's impacted me, but just because mm-hmm. I care about those people and I've seen it has negatively impacted them. Mm. But I really need people to get serious about that and not take mm-hmm. a shit personal tip and just moving. Because one thing we say all the time is that multiple things can be true at once. Yes. Tiffany's truth and Angelica's truth might not be the same. It's sweet when it is. And honestly, yes. I think that that's the, the nucleus of our connection mm-hmm. is Come that on, we nucleus. share. Come on, biology. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bitch, be out here trying to use my learning this shit. She was learning this shit. I was paying attention. We have a vocabulary quiz. Um, <laughs> but I think that that's the that's what holds a lot of us together. Yeah. Our relationship mm-hmm. together is that we share a lot of the same truths, mm-hmm. but some truths we don't share. Nope. And we got to think about is that truth outside or inside of my core values? because mm. if it's if you think that power is a great show and i well i think it's a great show and you think it's terrible that's not going to keep me from being your friend mm-hmm. if you think that reproductive rights aren't a thing and i do that might keep me from being your friend yeah, you know what i mean definitely it's very possible so um i think that you can't take shit personal because there's multiple everybody has their own truth mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i get irritated when i feel like and I need to stop because it ain't my problem. But I get irritated when I feel like people are not living in their truth. And yeah. so they're making it difficult for me to live in truth with them. Mm-hmm. That's like a, you you were talking about something interesting. And I feel like some that's been pointed out to me before, too. On, um, I'm just about living in my truth and being honest. And I had to point it back to someone and say, but it is not to be shady, but neither are you. Oh, yeah, and, and, you know we want we want things for people when we hear it, but then we gotta remind, ask ourselves: Are we exercising the very same values that we're trying to make sure other people are living through and living out? And if you haven't done it, baby girl, why are you talking about it? That's why yeah. I feel a lot of the things that I, I talk about on my show, talk about to you, just in, as friends in general, my family, are things that I, I actively want to live out. I'm tired mm-hmm. and I'm done. I'm not. I'm. You're not gonna catch me talking about nothing that mm-hmm. I'm not actively doing. Nothing, because yep. where am I speaking from? So. Uh, let me let me let me no that's real <laughs> and and then too it's important to know what is true for you because people will try to project shit onto you oh like love yes, my therapist will. to death but one time she made this comment about like we were talking about masculine and feminine energies mm-hmm. and she was just saying like yeah i know you do the heels and you dress up but you're more comfortable while, like laid back and stuff and i said actually i'm both like i do like cargo pants and gym shoes and i also love stepping out so mm-hmm. I feel like there's a part of her that connects to that less feminine energy mm-hmm. in women that mm-hmm. she wants to forge a connection there. And I'm like, there is a connection, mm-hmm. but I can't say I care for one more than the other. Yeah. I'm going to be comfortable in everything. So my heels still do need to be comfortable, yeah. but I put on a lash and be my face or okay. I will not. There is nothing really determining whether I do that or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. how I feel that day and how I want to be, how I want to present myself in that space. Mm. So you got to, you got to know what's true. Yeah. You got to know what's true about yourself, even in that environment. That's a fact. That is a, that is a fact. Cause you think 
you're going to seek out therapy and this is the person who should know you would who you would trust they're still human you trust and that's what i was going to say i'm sorry i ain't no no <laughs> this is why we are here oh no, really come on we could just say. punch each other <laughs> Nah, it's giving it's giving Iron Man and Captain America. <laughs> well, first of all, it's, it's giving Laverne because that's my mom be doing to my dad, but don't tell nobody, y'all. Oh, <laughs> she like shut <started> up. <laughs> yeah. we'll maybe maybe I'm realizing now that I get a lot. I'm I'm taking a lot of things with them when I leave this we, house. We I'm are our parents. A lot, a lot of, of us are our parents. Yes, we really are. Nah, but that that's. Thank you for ending the sentence so perfectly, as you You're as welcome. you always do. Um, I know we're going to wind down in a second, but do you believe that there are misconceptions around being real? Um, and then I want to get into, do real ones make mistakes? Okay. Um, yes, I think there's misconceptions. We always talk about like ride or die. <laughs> oh, and that's the Girl, very first example I have. Mm-hmm. I'm not nobody's ride or die. I'll tell you that mm. now. Um, I don't want to die. So at the end of the day, I'm going to be real to myself and honoring that I'm trying to survive as long as I can Mm -hmm. and see as many hours of daylight that Mm. I can while I'm Mm -hmm. here on this earth. I think that God, as you know, crazy as some of these people are that we hear with, God has put us on a beautiful planet and I want to experience as much of it and it has to offer. Does that say I'm not loyal? No. I'm also not going to be loyal to things that I know are going to kill me. Mm. I'm willing to take the risk because, mm-hmm. you you know, we think about like loyalty to the cause of, let's say, Black Lives Matter, right? Mm-hmm. We go to a protest or a riot. It could get risky. That's not going to, the fear of that's not going to keep me from going. But if y'all talking about, okay, well, we finna go run down on this chief of police house, not doing that. No, that's where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. When it comes to these niggas, you get locked mm-hmm. up for 20 years, guess who won't be <laughs> on the other side? Let me tell you something. Guess who? That's not in my ministry. And I think that people conflate loyalty with being goofy, quite frankly, because my thing yeah, is, if yeah, you were yeah, loyalty to yeah. our relationship, why are you out here doing shit that could get you 20 years of prison? In prison. Because you were loyal to yourself. You was loyal to yourself. You were loyal to yourself. I feel like the only way... Us, yeah, Jelly. I think about it with infidelity. Yes. Oh, well, fuck. I'm gonna be loyal to you. Clearly, weren't thinking about our relationship and loyalty when you went out and did what you did. So, what I'm thinking about it for? Clearly, you've told me that's not a value. We no longer share that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna bow out gracefully mm-hmm. and take my ill and keep it moving. But I have a I have a lot of life to live. Yes. Right. And I don't want anyone or anything to rob it. So I think sometimes people think being real is like self-sacrificing. That's what I'll get at. Mm. Sacrificing yourself for the cause. I don't think that that's being real. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. I think the stakes depends on the stakes. I can sacrifice some things, but some things I'm not going to. Mm. Some things I'm just not going to. And I think when it comes to like sacrificing my life, my children. That's them the only, only people I could really think of that I would do that for at this point in time. And I ain't got none. It, it, but I bought, but I bought, you know, and I don't, I don't have a David. So <laughs> <laughs> not at this point in time. But yeah. Wow. I, and and really, even I should I it's a sacrifice to bring them here. That, that if you really want to it's talk really about a risk a ride, to a ride or die. That's, event, a, ride, that's a, a ride or die event. Birth. It's a, that's as much riding and, you, and dying that I want to do. 
that's as close to death as we gonna get. Yeah, and I don't um, want and, to and do and and that's and doing it on purpose. That. Choosing it. Oh, for some that's doing it on broke purpose. roommates. Wait, we're gonna be, <laughs> like, gonna like, be like, like like me right now. Hey mom. Right, right, right. Hey dad. I'm sorry. Like, you know, you know, you know, bro best friend one those for dinner. Look, no, I'm back again. <laughs> it's me again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> but shit, that's what that's what we were supposed yes. to do. No, we were. Procreate. We were. So yes. that's what I would die for. Bang, bang, but bang, bang. Mm-hmm. Real ones absolutely make mistakes. Yes, and real ones admit and acknowledge when they make mistakes. Yes, they do. Ain't no, nothing is perfect but God. And mm. I just talked about this on the, the women in education panel that I did. A reason why Black women in particular get so burnt out is because we are of the belief that we're the only ones who can do the work. Mm. And as sweet and cute and wonderful as that sounds, as egotistical as fuck. Yes. We're not the only ones that can do it. And mm-hmm. we have to stop letting people tell us that we are and stop mm-hmm. believing that we are because it enables people to stop doing the work. We have to actually st- also to add to that, stop allowing them to make us do it too. Yeah. Stop assigning I was it at, to us. When I was Why at that my assignment? Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand that assignment. Why? Go ahead. I need, to, I need tutoring. <laughs> not to we tutoring. <laughs> And I'm going to still fail on purpose. We need, we were at ACPA and this woman, we were in a black woman led session and it was all, it was all for black women. And this woman sitting next to me and Nikita and Crystal was like talking to us about her job and how she just has to sacrifice so much. And she has kids. She's not making that much money and her white female counterparts don't have to. And I was like, girl, what you doing that for? And she said, you're right. I'm going to need to, I'm going to need to stop. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need to choose me the way that they're choosing them. And I'm yes. going to have to tell the people in charge that I'm taking that permission to choose me just yep. like they're, you don't have to give that shit to me. Mm-hmm. I want to acknowledge in this moment that that is a privilege because some yeah. people will do that. And now they're out of employment and that's going to be way detrimental for somebody who is eating paycheck, to, like surviving paycheck to paycheck. than somebody who may have some shit saved up or other means of income. So I do want to acknowledge that that is a privilege. Being authentic, I think, is a privilege Yes, in some ways. Yes. And so that's why when people ask me, how can I? They're very strategic in the way they ask the question, how can you afford to be so authentic all the time? Mm. Mm. And I really have to, I rest in the fact that God made me a very talented individual and I know yes. how to hustle. Yes. So I can't afford. I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Is it going to always be comfortable? No, if I lost my job right now, I would be, I would be very tired. Mm-hmm. I would be exhausted, but I would be able to survive. Some people don't get that choice. So I do want to acknowledge that it's a privilege. Yes. Um, but that I didn't got so far away from the question. Yes, real ones oh. make mistakes. Real <laughs> ones, everybody is entitled to making mistakes. Yes. Real ones make mistakes. And if they want to apologize for it then they commit themselves to changing the behavior in which they are apologizing for mm-hmm. period mm. real ones don't make excuses real ones just make real ones provide results yes real ones yes. take the space that they need to figure that shit out mm-hmm. and they'll double back when they're ready yes yeah really. so what would be like advice you would give someone who's still trying to figure out who they are or are trying to determine how they want to show up in the world still trying to figure that out listen mm-hmm. 
Like dead ass. That's my answer. You gotta listen to yourself. I've been I've been struggling because you know I've been talking about my wardrobe and how I'm very mm-hmm. uninspired by it right now. I wore a uniform for 11 years straight, and I think that it really killed my stylistic creativity because mm-hmm. I be putting it, some it, shit together. And I'm like, oh, I do not like how this looks, child. But mm-hmm. it, I got I got clothes, and I'm grateful for it. Yeah. When I ask people, "How do you find your style?" They're like, "I just wear what I like. I wear what feels comfortable, and I'm confident in it." But that part of that means listening to like do you actually like how you look in this do this feel comfortable listen to that shit mm-hmm. you know you trying to squeeze your shoe your foot into yeah. a shoe because it's a half size smaller yeah but listen to your toe it's screaming <laughs> you're not even gonna be able to exude confidence because you're uncomfortable mm. Come on so now, i really G. think the answer is to listen yeah. um to what it is that just what you know like you know and i know that that's so hard to hear because niggas be like no i don't (laughs) it's me i'm niggas (laughs) but deep down you do you do that much i know to be true you do know and when you listen to it and you give it some room to like you give it some curiosity that's Mm -hmm. the other ingredient to this you give it some curiosity you can figure it out when it comes to like finding out who you are yes you are what you do for work yes you are who you surround yourself with yes you are your hobbies yes mm-hmm. you are your talents but that's not all of who you are Mm-mm. so you can use those things as a guiding point like I I knew pretty early on that I was going to be an educator mm. I am not a K-12 teacher Mm-mm. that's not what educating that's not what being an educator looked like for me I bring education into my podcast mm-hmm. in the way that I talk about that shit. That's a music podcast. I, I didn't get a degree in music, music education, but because I know that that's a part of who I am, I carry mm-hmm. that with me everywhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm true to that. And I find I am confident. I'm comfortable there. Cause I, that's, that's me. Mm-hmm. I can't not be an educator. Even if I was to become a therapist, I've said, you know, before I, thinking about going back to school to become a mm-hmm. therapist i'm still gonna be educating motherfuckers there that's it you know so you really do I, have to mm-hmm. you have to listen to who you are and in terms of who you want to be in the world i mean now this is biblical and he ain't say it like this but you hang around nine goofies and you the 10th Ooh. so you really need to surround <laughs> yourself what was that his, was that his psalms that was in Nigelations <laughs> 2412. <laughs> okay. Yes. No, I, I I really wish I didn't know the scripture, but God, you know, in the Bible, it does say like you have to surround yourself with people who are like who you want to be. When I was and not in a vain way. No, it's not in a vain way. It's in like a, this person can teach me something about what I say I want. So I need to humble myself and be open to the lesson that they have to give to me. I think that this exists in professional and personal ways. Um, When I was on a volleyball team in high school, I've talked about this story a lot this week as well. But I told my coach, I don't want to be the best player on the team. Because how the fuck I'm going to get better if I'm the Mm -hmm. best? Mm. So when I started out on JV and I said, you know, I want to be on varsity. Well, she looking at me like, uh, you know, you kind of got to earn your way to varsity. I'm like, can I at least practice with varsity? 
because I can't, I'm the best on JV right now. Mm-hmm. I think I'm full of analogy. I'm literally a walking analogy and it's, and it's it. sick. But I think about kids in school that get bored with the work. Yeah. I need something. I see. I need something else. I'm trying to grow. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do more. I'm getting bored. And when you get bored, you get idle. And when you get idle, you start doing goofy shit. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, so you're, you're high performing, you're a high performing yeah. individual. And yeah, that's why when we talked about, I actually feel like I talked to someone about kids being bored in the school system. Maybe they're bored because, oh, what, oh, that was Abbott Elementary. I was just going to say, shout out to <laughs> Abbott Elementary because they talked about it. <laughs> they, they, and I came through the gifted program. So I really was sitting here and punching I was pillows. Too. Yes, yes, bored. I was punching pillows like, bitch, this is it. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. talk about putting niggas on pedestals. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. how do you make space for both things to be true? Yes, I need to do something different because I'm bored and distracting the other kids. No, I don't need to be told that my value is only inherent if I'm outperforming these kids. Mm-hmm. Both things have to be true. And you got to make space for both of them. Yeah, you do. But the, 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 the gist is, put me around people. Teach me the motherfucking game, ghost. <laughs> like, you put know? me with people who know what the fuck they're doing already. So I can learn. Mm-hmm. And the only way you're going to know that people know what they're doing is if you talk to them. That's it. You, you literally will have, I feel like sometimes folks are looking for things that are right in front of them. They're looking yep. for conversations that could have already been had. They're looking for inspiration where they could have already been inspired. They're looking for the word, the gem that that was just a phone call or a text away or, a, you know, continuation of a conversation away. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes people don't give other people enough credit for what they do know. I feel like we're quick to give, you know. Yes. Oh, my know, God. It's something about our peers that we're kind of like mm, hesitant with. So I feel like there's people who may not know me personally, but not like what I'm about, like what I said, they'll take what I say better it's kind of like my you know the messenger who's the messenger yeah um, the message may be good but the messenger may not be the person i want to hear it from but then it also begs the question of like well then if you don't trust the messenger and this is why you're supposed to be fucking with you know yeah down, down another rabbit hole but you get what i'm but no at. listen because if you know me you know i love me some Issa ray and i love me some ida b wells Issa says something i will never forget network across mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. is so much talent in mm-hmm. your peer group yes so much there so and and because we tend to be intimidated by the Beyonces of whatever field mm-hmm. that we're in, that's not gonna serve us. No, being intimidated by them do not serve us. So like mm-hmm. maybe if you can't control that, just stay the fuck away. I tell people all the time, if you intimidated <laughs> by me, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Because you're gonna do one of two things: either you're gonna try to humble me and bring me down to your level, which I'm not at clearly, or you're gonna put me on a pedestal, which I said before neither one of them things allows me to be a have a full human experience Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so don't I don't want that I didn't ask for that I'm here just like you I'm human just like you ain't nobody Mm -hmm. better than me I ain't better than nobody it just is Mm -hmm. it just is but if you want to elevate in that way like you said you have to you have to tap into what's in front of you and not be afraid or not think too highly of yourself. It really, it's really giving beggars can't be choosers. Like you can't think too highly yeah. of yourself to where like, oh, well, they're the same age as me. They can't mentor me mm-hmm. or they're the same. This is me. You don't know mm-hmm. what the hell they got to offer you because mm-hmm. you ain't asked. You ain't asked. You waiting to be given things. No, go get it. Pursue. Mm-hmm. That's the one part of masculine energy that I do not shy away from. I am mm-hmm. a pursuant. Mm. And there's something to be said about that. 
there's something to be said about and I think it's the word we like to use too all the time is the audacity, but men have a lot of that and they have men the, do have the audacity and they be, have a lot of mediocre as fuck, but shit. They, they, get get, they get in what they yes, they getting what the hell they want. So mm-hmm. if you're super talented and hella qualified, who are you to not be audacious? Okay. A goofy. <laughs> oh, oh that was judgmental. You know, that was harsh. But, I'm sorry, everyone. But you know, but that's how I talk to myself though. When I felt like okay. Who when I'm fed up, be? yeah, I be talking me. Yeah, so it's not always so. I wouldn't wouldn't recommend that all the time. No, but sometimes no, you need either. to gut punch yourself. Sometimes yes, you do. because you know, you're not because you got. Go ahead. <laughs> we both like. Because, I know. <laughs> because honestly, you're not. You don't expect anyone to do it for you, Mm-mm. and then no one is really going to do it for you. Yeah. So why not do it for yourself? Mm-hmm. You what are you waiting gotta, for? You got to be your biggest advocate and your you biggest do. cheerleader. You, you got to walk in that. What they say? Walk in a room like God sent you there? Because he did. Because he did. You all, you are always exactly where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And when so, you get there, you got to act like it too, though. Yeah, you have to. Mm-hmm. You can't. Part of, part of having, part of being authentic is about being confident. Part of confidence is trusting yourself. Yes. And part of trusting yourself is just doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And I was going to say too, you were saying how like, you be around people who know what they're doing. And then once you get around people, you realize that don't nobody know what the fuck they're doing. They just have the audacity they just to try. Doing. They really just have the audacity to try. Consistency is way more valuable than talent. Because you can always build talent. Yeah, You can be consistent in that. But consistency is hard as fuck to achieve. Yes. Discipline yes, is. is hard. Yes. Yes. Because of all, that, all those things require time. Something we feel we don't have enough of. Yeah. And if you think you're going to be, you know, the greatest tomorrow, you've already selling yourself short. You already doing too damn much. Yes. Just take a little bit, like take a goal Mm -hmm. and break it into baby steps and then Mm -hmm. break it to even more baby steps Mm -hmm. and just do something toward it every day. That's how you get the focus. Yeah. 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 Man, we That's put too it. much on. We put too much on ourselves. So many analogies. <laughs> a lot, a lot of analogies. Many, many of which you have shared and love, and I love, and I just now I want to bring you back again. Of course, she's gonna come back again next year. Um, I got you. <laughs> yeah, next year, this year, it's, it's only oh, March. Oh, oh, you're right. We still, I, we still I, I don't want to take up too much space. <laughs> take up all the space you need. Oh, and period. Um, okay. and, and, and especially in, uh, in during our month, what's about us? We take up space. True. We should be True. allowed to. Um, and that's what I. I hope for the ladies, so this is who it's for, my black and brown women. This is for you. This conversation was for you. Um, I hope you t- you took something away from what Jelly has said today. I, f- I wanted Jelly to really be the, the leader of this conversation because you are so, you are, no, you are very thoughtful. You are so well-versed in it. And again, like when I feel like I'm lacking in knowledge of something, I don't necessarily always feel like going out to find it. I know some, like you said, mm-hmm. across, I know someone who knows. <laughs> what they're yeah. talking about and I know who's going to give exactly the information that I want to hear I need to hear um and then information that I didn't want to hear need to know I needed to hear I mm-hmm. do want to give it all things I didn't think of things that I did think of over here finishing and completing each other's sentences like double <laughs> twins like that's just, you know that's my soulmate <laughs> for real for real man it's crazy it's crazy oh. it's crazy um but man this is this is what the bond looks like when it's real mm-hmm. and it feels good and when you talked about early I think you said about a feeling 
with regards to like that anxiety feeling. I think sometimes when we, we approach situations with people that we don't feel are genuine or real, you get that anxious feeling. And mm-hmm. I, 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 what's the word? I want to cast that away from you. Like I, 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 did, mm-hmm. I what is it? Ban it, ban it, ban this shit. I banish it to the motherfucking Netherlands, yeah. bitch. I banish it. I, it has no place. It has no place. It has no place. The Netherlands. They are the Netherlands. <laughs> you know banish it let it go I, you, it ha, you know we have to we got to come to a point in our lives where we figure out what's worth keeping and what's worth leaving behind oh my um, mama you know, because everything mother. can't we yes. can't carry everything we can't and we're trying to and we got to stop trying to and once we stop and we lessen the low baby that back won't hurt as much it sure won't shout out to erica come on i'm getting tired she you. knew yeah so many years ago she knew she did she did we knew too we were just singing we ain't know it though we ain't we ain't fully yet but now that we <laughs> ought to be like god damn it them you words was right hit. you was right um yeah. jelly are there any other thoughts that you have for the listeners today those who came to hear you speak as they typically and usually do because you say what needs to be said um anything <laughs> else that you feel like damn we ain't get to talk about that yet cover that yet but i want to make sure y'all hear it I um I don't think I have any content left okay. in okay. me. I had tweeted earlier. I'm doing this panel earlier. I'm doing this podcast, and then I gotta go host karaoke. So tomorrow, oh, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't want to say shit tomorrow. I have. I'm, I'm out of words. <laughs> I'm out of words. I know. But I'm really grateful to be here though, and yeah. and to talk about this. It's always love when we share space too. Mm-hmm. Like it I don't. Is. You know. You know. You know mm-hmm. how I feel about you. I don't take none of this shit for granted. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say. Sometimes I think that when there's like self-help conversations, books, podcasts, movies, whatever, especially from like women to women, there's always mm-hmm. this feeling of hostility of like, sis, yeah. you know better. Stop doing that shit. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. I think that that's mean girl culture and mm-hmm. I don't want to perpetuate that. And so I always lead or try to lead with making sure everybody understands that I am always talking to myself when I'm having mm-hmm. these conversations. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Tiffany probably knows that more intimately than most, just because mm-hmm. of the, she has seen where I came from and where I'm going and where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I like to lead with vulnerability, but I'm not perfect at it. I like to be a real one. I, you know, I, I mm-hmm. take a lot of pride in doing what I say and saying what the fuck I mean, but I'm not always perfect at it. And so I don't know, I don't want anyone to leave this conversation thinking like oh well if I don't do it in this way in this matter of fact because I I know I speak with conviction (laughs) Mm -hmm. if I don't do it in this matter of fact way then I'm not doing it good enough you do what works for you Mm -hmm. and you got to let that shit be enough every day like and people will say that to me that I look up to and I'm like there's no way bro because you're perfect but that's me again putting them on a pedestal that I'm asking not to be put on so I'm just really mindful of that when I'm in conversation with people and just know, I mean, I could say this, if I put it out there, that means it's going to happen. Mm-hmm, it has mm-hmm. to happen. And I'm I told my line sister, to it. I know, and that's exactly why I'm over here holding my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> I told my line sister the other day that um, she, everybody keeps saying you should write a book. And I told her the other day, I think the title of the book is going to be called I'm Talking to Me Too, because mm. I want to create not even a self-help, but just like a spiritual journey reflection for myself that can help other people, but not in the tone of, I mastered this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't mastered shit. 
I'm all I'm a lof- lifelong learner mm-hmm. and 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 honored to be one. I don't I want to be 60 years old still learning how to do shit, 80 years old still figuring yes. shit out. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I like really have to be careful sometimes with how I talk about stuff because people take it and be like, oh well, you just the expert on this. You I'm the expert in my own life. That's it. Yes, yes. That's it. Because mm. I'm the only one that's lived it. Mm. That's all. And I don't say that to be humble. I know I'm the shit. Please don't get it twisted. I know my value and I know my worth. And also that is a conscious re-understanding every single day. Yes. <laughs> and that shit yes. is hard. Yes. That shit is hard. Last Friday was a hard day for me. Mm. Just because of some shit that's going on personally. So I didn't mm. feel like I knew my worth that day. Mm-hmm. But by the in the morning, but by the by the evening, I did. Yes. Come and on. through the weekend, I did. You know what ah. I mean? So it's mm-hmm. it's okay. It's okay. Like if you don't got it, it's okay. Just mm-hmm. don't stop trying. Just don't yeah. don't ever tell yourself that you can't do some shit. I feel like that's mm-hmm. the that's that's the most egregious act of self sabotage that we can commit, mm-hmm. and self betrayal that we can commit. You could do whatever the fuck you want to do. I've seen people manifest huge ass multi million dollar products, services, whatever from ideas, mm-hmm. little tiny ass ideas, a a, a note, a playlist, uh, whatever. <laughs> like. Yep. You can do whatever. You got to know it's not going to be easy, but you can do it for real. And that's where we're going to leave it. Shelly, thank yeah. you so much. You, <laughs> You're welcome, per, sis. Per usual, I knew this was going to be a great conversation. And like you said earlier, like this was a, a talk we wanted to do months ago. Mm-hmm. We had all months ago. So to have it. Girl, happen, I don't even know what led to that conversation i remember i feel like we came to this idea at the exact same time yes and was like that's what we're gonna talk about yeah and months later now we're talking (laughs) finally getting to talk about it um all right we're at the end of the episode you know it's the song of the week jelly is going to give us the song this week of what's your vibe how you feeling whatever you um whatever tune you feel like you want to share with us and share about please do so okay so I've been listening to Still Over It by Summer Walker, like damn near mm-hmm. on repeat. Mm-hmm. And me and uh, me and Stephen Johnson Jr. <laughs> yes, established in St. Louis that uh, the top two songs are um, Circus and Constant Bullshit in that order. We Those are our two songs. And we literally damn near said him at the exact same time. <laughs> he's so also y'all, another so person. So y'all 22. I was going to say he's another... Um, he's another like kindred spirit that I have mm-hmm. and honestly the thing that it's y'all three my sister and my friend Alante the things that draw me to y'all are that I can be myself I don't have mm-hmm. to hide I don't have to but that's a tangent mm-hmm. anywho um and there's <laughs> there's others I'm, I, I'm honestly forgetting some people but y'all know who y'all are and I love y'all mm-hmm. um so those are the two favorites but I went back and as I'm listening to it, I keep getting more favorites because it's honestly just a good ass fucking album and summer i think as loony as she be out here looking (laughs) she be she she been out here especially with that shaved head it's this fucking no it's that sojourner truth ass dress oh my goodness like she was giving very much little house on the prairie it's like no somebody goes caption and talk about ain't i still over it Like ain't I? Woke. Why they? Why I so said, stupid? Ooh, ooh, you can't get me. I still nothing. over it. She oh the whole, shit, that's she, she had the two piece. She, she 
okay, in here. Okay, I'm like, summer. you you picking fruits and you look like you should be picking cotton. Because <laughs> what the fuck is this? Oh, God. But you know what? Here we it go. Was uncomfortable. That's her truth. That's her yeah, truth. And I'm yeah, going to let yeah, her yeah, live yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're and this is an important it. part about truth, too, is that not everybody going to fuck with it. <laughs> you got to be okay with that. And, I, and she, sis look happy with it. She, she looked, looked just very fine. pleased feeding her very baby much. grapes and water. She looked very okay. Pleased. Um, <laughs> anywho, the song No Love with SZA. Mm-hmm. Okay. It came on, you know, you got to do multiple listen throughs, right? Mm-hmm. You got your ear, your, your headphones, your speaker system, and then mm-hmm. your car. Yes. The car is always the one that gets me. I be going 95 and be like, oh, sorry, officer, I was listening to it. Um, <laughs> No Love comes on yesterday, and I'm really just listening to how SZA rides that beat mm-hmm. as a singer. Because, you know, you as a rapper, I'm always thinking of how can I hug this beat? You know, mm-hmm. how can I really flow? I'm trying to float this bitch, as they mm-hmm. say. Okay. SZA really floated on that, on that beat. So I love that the production, the beat itself is like fire. One of, the, one of my favorite beats on the album. But then also just the content of the song. Summer is saying, like, if I could go back and do it again, you would not get half of the shit that I gave you. Mm. You, I would have chosen myself, essentially, is mm. what she's saying. And it wouldn't be no love in this situation because the love's not mutual. So I can't give something that you're also... I can't... Okay, let me, let me back it up. I can give love. I'm choosing not to give love if it's not mutual. Mm-hmm. And I'm choosing to only put that energy where it's being reciprocated she also has the song reciprocation so it's a very thematic album obviously but that song in particular has just been my song of the week because um it's just a good ass song like I don't have nothing else to say about it for real it's a good ass song from top to bottom I have it on repeat I know I'm going to be judged for this let they lord hold on hold on hold on (laughs) because I already know what you finna say (laughs) And I need to get something heavier than my fist to throw. We got some bricks in here. Tomatoes. <laughs> tomatoes, <laughs> tomatoes not going to do it. Tomatoes boo, not going to do the job. Come on, tell me your truth or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> me standing in my truth. I have not listened to that album. I have, I have not listened to it. I, 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 you know, I haven't, I haven't gotten around to, to listening to it. Um, and every time I have a guest and they mention the album I haven't listened to, I do need to. I know, and I know I have other friends who gonna be like, "God damn it!" Every time Tiffany make me think, <laughs> you make me think, you're making me proud, you disappoint me again. Listen, I'm sorry. I know, I know, I could be a disappointment. Tiffany, and give it and she take it away. <laughs> I take it away. I take it away. You know, I, I yeah. So I, I do need. To, I need real? to listen to it because I want to hear this song. I know the song you're talking about. I have heard the song before, and I've heard songs from the album. But have I sat down and like listened to it from beginning to end? No. And it might be because Summer's just not my favorite artist. She's not somebody I I run to. So I don't necessarily, and then I think if I don't run when it comes out, I forget about it. And that's real. You know, and I really, and it's so much new music out and I'm always hearing some new art. It's hard to keep up. And that part I will, I will give to you. I don't like shaming. I don't like the shaming that comes with, I haven't listened to this yet. Yeah. Because I, it is, it do feel like a lot. I mean, niggas really, it's like six new albums every week that every I care week. about, at least. And, and so, then and then singles and come and on. then there's playlists and come then on. you got to you got to mix that with listening to your podcast and watching mm-hmm. your shows and talking mm-hmm. to your mama. It's a lot. It's a lot to, to fit in the schedule. And so summer is not, wasn't high on my list of artists to run and listen to, but 
she's i do enjoy some of her songs from before mm-hmm. so i'm like oh, you're making me realize okay I, might, I need to listen to it maybe i'll watch some laundry tonight and, and put it on repeat and give her a yeah. spin give my girl summer spin um but yes yeah Jelly- i think that i th- i think i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you oh. off i just think the song ties in a lot with what we're talking about it is no it does. real with what you what you want and what you can handle and what your capacity is to give sometimes you interact with people they set the tone mm-hmm. and so if you're comfortable interacting with them on that very surface level then you can do that and she's talking about that here she's mm-hmm. like i went too deep if i could do it again i would stay i would have stayed at the surface with you mm-hmm. and save that other energy for somebody else that wanted to go deep i would have still got my needs met i would have still gotten fulfilled in some way mm-hmm. but it wouldn't have been the way that i expected you or wanted you to do it mm-hmm. can that get a little complicated yeah i think that that's where it comes in being honest with yourself so i guess the question I want to leave everybody with now is what was the last thing you said again? You, you said something that made me want to ask a question. Oh. I said that it can get complicated, but that's where you have to be honest with yourself. Was it before that? I think it might've been a little before that. I, I'm just, not sure. Maybe just think, talking about levels of engagement, yeah, like where, yeah, just, how you, how you engage with a situation. Mm-hmm. If you want to have a deeper connection with somebody and they don't want that, and you're comfortable with staying at the surface with them, then you have to be honest about whether or not that's actually going to work for you, knowing that you want something else. Oh, I remember it now. Ooh. Okay, cool. Whew. Sorry. Oh God, I was I over here sweating. Oh, what did <laughs> no, I say? I'm thinking when she said, when you talked about how Summer was singing that I gave you too much, next time around, if I do it again, I'll take it back. I guess my question for everyone is, is what are you going to do? We can't prevent everything, but what, what, what are you going to do to make sure that you don't have to double back? the Ooh. first time around that's what yep. i was like i was trying to think of what it was i'm like it's the it's in the lyrics so yeah what do you, what that's do you good. want to do that's good what are you so going to do to make sure that we don't have to come back around because i feel like we con- are constantly having to learn a lot of these lessons over and over and over again so at what point in time when the first time around comes around are you going is it going to be addressed and that's what makes us real too i was gonna say i think it is rooted in radical honesty <laughs> If a yeah, nigga nah. come to you saying, I just want to fuck, and you know that you want more than that, don't engage. Why would you? Because it's going to work want... for you for a minute, but it's not going to sustain it's not. you. For and I promise that the ill nana is not going to make him change. It's not. I promise you there's ill nanas out there too. Niggas, this is Ill. Niggas, <laughs> and, and niggas, again, okay, I'm back to being gender neutral. Niggas <laughs> will change for what they want to change. People will change for what they want to mm-hmm. change. For People mm-hmm. change for themselves. And mm-hmm. quite truthfully, we shouldn't want nobody to change for nothing but they self. Because mm-hmm. when you out of the equation, they're going to go back to doing the same shit they was doing anyway, because that's what they heart wanted to do. Well, so well. I have a homegirl who her dude is in therapy and she's like, I just want you to know I'm really proud of you. And I also want to remind you that you are not doing this for me. You are doing mm-hmm. this for you. And yes. I need you to be clear in that. Because mm-hmm. she cares not, about him. Not, she loves not going ahead of therapy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't do this. For, if you're doing it just mm-hmm. for me don't do don't me no, do what it. they say don't do me no favors do Jay-Z no said favors. do me a favor don't do me no favors mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's real mm-hmm. that's real mm-hmm. listen to the album too please because I, I when we talk next tuesday shit if we talk next tuesday you know i got these these uh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we might have to pick another day but whatever right. day we talk next week i want to know your thoughts on it because it's a yes. good ass album Content holding wise, me accountable yet again wise, yeah i'm gonna listen album. to it yeah I'm, I'm gonna listen to it some are not my favorite either but i really did enjoy this yeah. i'm gonna have to listen to it i've heard okay. I've, I've have seen everyone talking about different songs and stuff i'm like mm-hmm. girl what? when are you gonna listen then i forget again but i yes. will i promise and then we'll talk about it on tuesday too 
Okay. Um, Jelly, please let everybody know where they can find you, where they can follow you and how they can support you. Sure, sis. Um, y'all can follow me on social media at Jails on Purpose, J-E-L-L-S on Purpose, all one word. Oh, excuse me. Them chips catching up to me. <laughs> um, that's on Instagram and Twitter. You can um, support my podcast at It's The Bars For Me, also on Instagram and Twitter. It's The Bars, B-A-R-S, for me. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, I'm also, the show itself is on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you go to my personal page and you click the link in my bio, you can access it from there. You can book a hair appointment there. Yes. Um, and you can just support me by keeping me lifted in prayer and genu- mm. real and genuine prayers. Don't be praying for me if your spirit ain't right. I don't want that. Mm. <laughs> um, Ditto. Yeah. Um, this nigga prayed for me one time. I'm back to just men. This nigga prayed to me for me one time and I didn't sleep all night. And I said, yeah, don't ever Ooh. do that. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> oh, John, it's not even funny. That's it's not. kind of scary. It was very kind of scary. And oh, I was God. like, why am I worth tossing and turning in here? And mind you, I was already feeling a way about him before. And so I go, I, you know, I go to bed or whatever, do my regular routine. And I get the toss and the turn. I can't sleep all night. He told me, yeah, I pray for you last night. Yeah, don't ever go. Uh, don't do that again. Ooh. Please. Mm-mm, Please. Because if you not keeping your spiritual hygiene up, I don't know what kind of demons you bringing into my realm, but <laughs> keep them. They was probably having a field day, running back and forth. No, Got I don't it. need that. I know I'm protected. I know I'm protected. And also I have to <laughs> do a little reinforcement. Yes. Sometimes. Behind, behind this. So if you wow. got genuine, you got genuine love for me, you know, mm-hmm. let me know. Give me my flowers. Yes, please. I'm going to give y'all y'all flowers. But yeah, that's flowers. it. And just love thank you, you, everybody, for listening and supporting mm-hmm. my sis, Tiffany. She's doing a great mm-hmm. job, and I'm just really proud thank of her, and you. I want to give her her flowers while we're here. Thank you, thank you, thank you, boo. Listen, you it's her. about to be going on three years this summer, so I don't yeah. know how we're going to celebrate it. I don't know what we're going to do to, to, you know, make note of such like a Something that for me feels very monumental, but I got it is monumental. I remember, I remember you manifesting this in summer leadership in St. Louis in 2018. Okay, I still have the notes. I still have the notes in my iPad. (laughs) Y'all, I could pull up the exact date that Tiffany said this shit if I really (laughs) wanted to be petty, but just know, three years is monumental because Mm -hmm. this idea came from nothing. Yeah. It just came from a desire of you wanting to tell your truth. Mm-hmm. And I get to tell it with my friends, oh. my dope ass friends. And like, how amazing <laughs> is that? And I get to get to meet your people through you. I'm mm-hmm. going to do the show and then vice versa. So I, I'm very yeah. appreciative for you too, that you always make sure you not only just make time for me, but you always make space for me. So thank mm-hmm. you, my love. I love you. Of course. I love you too. Um, if you want to follow me in the podcast, podcast that they didn't tell you, me at Legally Black. If you want to follow my business and my brand at By Legally Black. And listen, I have some good news. What's your I news, have some, I have some good news. There's going Ooh. to be a restock of the Make It Legal to Be Black hoodies. I have been hey, trying to get hey, these hoodies hey, in hey, stock hey. since last summer. And I used to even leave a little bit of like these gems or make note of this on several episodes and the hoodies never got restocked this time y'all i promise is being restocked so please stay tuned and then there's going to be a new item coming in stock as well a new t-shirt right in time for the summertime so stay tuned for that y'all jelly thank you again my good sis i know you got things to do you got more talking to do i love you Jam. Y'all, <laughs> they're not gonna get that much out of me. I ain't gonna hold you. But I am about to get altar. ready to go. I love you too. I love you and love y'all. Day ones, real ones. <laughs>